Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. This is the world-famous K-Rock. Oh, hell yeah. Here we are on a Friday morning. I guess I was supposed to play the weekend song there. Whoopsies, that's on me. Firing on all cylinders already. I, uh, to be honest, these uh, short weeks, man, they really get to you. Next thing you know, You think it's Saturday? What do you mean they really get to you? What does that mean exactly? Well, you should be refreshed because you get the day off. You should be like, oh, yeah, this feels like a Thursday. But it's Friday, so you should be like on a, firing an all cylinders here. I, I you should feel been, you should have Thursday energy right now, yeah, man. Stay no, forward. Frequent. But that's why I didn't have the weekend song ready because I thought it was Thursday. I'm all out of sorts. <laughs> oh, okay. I right. completely. Yeah. Uh, I have not. What about your headphones there uh, that you couldn't find? That's a whole separate issue. That's a different problem. <laughs> oh, it is. Okay. That I'm dealing with, but uh, it was a two-week. It's wild, uh, like you know, experiencing you. Thank you. Just as a person. It's <laughs> <Right>. crazy. <laughs> it's a, unbelievable. Some Unbelievable. Is that a compliment or no? Uh, you know, it is because for some weird reason, like you could be without headphones, without audio, but once it comes to like on airtime, you pull it off. It's amazing to watch. But no one is more surprised than I. <laughs> I am shocked every time we're able to get on the air and get a show going. Sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're, eh, today, <laughs> oh, it's going to be good. Well, you think about the... Uh, you know, times that it, like the the effort that it takes for most of us to just go on the air with headphones every day, you know, put them in the same spot, plug them (laughs) in, do the whole thing. It's pretty easy. And Uh for you, you've had this kind of saga with headphones that has been playing out behind the scenes for months now yeah, where you stole. have a period with their you don't have them and then they're back again and yeah. then you got a different one but does it have the yellow do tape on it? Pair? I could give you a pair, Klein. I had a pair. Don't give I, don't I do put, that I to yourself. Omar, I put yellow tape on my pair so that I knew they were my pair. And then all of a sudden they went missing. And then all of a sudden I look in and Nicole Alvarez is yapping away and she's wearing okay, the headphones. But and I said, how do they go missing? You just put them in your little fancy boy they, bag. They don't go missing. Fancy he leaves boy. them on the table. I, I leave them here sometimes. Why would you leave them there? Pro- that, that, that's the worst place to leave things. Well, probably food was outside, and I rushed out to see what food was there. And then when I came back, I forgot. I've that's got a trade, though, guys. I have learning disabilities. <laughs> okay, I got a lot of them. And you know uh, how to learn things. You just don't know how to keep track of yourself. Uh, my organization is not great, and it's a, it's a struggle. It's a struggle that I've realized I'm never going to win, so why even bother trying? Well, routine is very difficult for you. So somebody who's like, okay, we're done with the show, I immediately unplug my headphones, I put them right back in my little baggie, and I put them in my backpack. That's just something that happens every single day. I mean, come on. What's and you, else? if you throw them at the wall and shoot them, I don't like, you don't know what's going to happen. I don't like predictable. This is why, like, you know, say what you will about radio, this and that. I love doing live radio because as much as we have some sort of a plan for today, 
it's still very unpredictable. We don't know if it's going to go well, not go well. We got guests that are scheduled. Maybe they show up. Maybe they don't. Maybe going to call. Yeah. We don't know. I, I'm going to open up these phones right now at 800 520 And for the next four hours, we have no idea who we're going to talk to until we pick up your call. Yes, that's true. I enjoy that about this job as well, where you never know what's going to happen. Well, However, uh, I do like to be on a trapeze with a, some kind of a safety net. Safety nets are for pussies. So that <laughs> you fall pussy. down, you don't die. In fact, I don't even, I'm looking at today's schedule. There's something on here I didn't even know we're doing. Klein likes country. Now, what the hell is that? I don't even know what that means, Look, guys. We were talking about this earlier in the week where... And I believe that everybody, even if you don't like country music, even if you hate it and you never had a country phase. That's me. Everyone has one country song that they can get down to. One country song. Even if it's just one that's played at a wedding nope. or whatever it is. And we have to find that one country song for you because you think that there is no country song out there that you could like. Is and that, I completely disagree. Is that why you guys, I'm looking here. This is why all this country music has been loaded Yeah, here? we're all yeah, going to pick I guarantee song. you like my song. Yeah, I got a good one. I don't know whose this is, but let me just take a listen. I will go into this with an open mind when we do this later this morning. Klein likes country. I mean, there should at least be a question mark there, guys. It's written as You're if You're going to wish you didn't find your headphones. I, I may lose them again on purpose. Let's see. Yeah, it's the first one. Someone brought this song for me to listen to. I'll be up completely open-minded and honest. I'm telling you. I'm out. I hate, that sucks. That sucks so bad. I don't know what that is, but I am so out. That was terrible. Who, I don't even know who whose that song was. was that. that I mean, definitely I, Vanessa. Hey, last one. It's a great song. Forget it. It's oh. a good song. Let me get to your point already, right, guys. <laughs> Rambling on. Get on some what real is he music. Saying? Uh, we got some good show stuff planned for you today. We'll get into it all after this. K Rock. That ain't no country music. It's K Rock, Klein Alley Show. Saw the Killers were just uh, announced on another lineup, another massive festival that I saw the flyer for yesterday. The jazz one that goes on in New Orleans. Yes, that oh one man, that one looked amazing, dude. It's un it's unreal, and I'll be honest, like uh, it's hard for me because at some point now you get almost festival fatigue because it's like, all right, Coachella drops, whoa, no doubt, boom, and then you go, uh, you know, a Bottle Rock, all these Pearl Jam. Yeah, this one is got. It doesn't only have the little font and then the big font. And, of course, the big font is like Foo Fighters and the Killers and this and that. But then there's this additional font because I think the Rolling Stones are playing that one as well. Yeah, the Stones are playing. Hold on. It's like, and by the way, that festival, I've never been to this one in New Orleans. I think it goes on for like a week. It's not just like two yeah, days, three the days. The dates confused me because it said, it was like, I was like, what, is that right? It's two yeah, different, yeah, yeah. it goes it's over like two different months. It's like looking at a spreadsheet months. at this point. I, I, You're I, like, crazy. okay. I thought it was a draft that was like, look at all the bands ever and then draft your festival. And this is yeah. the lineup. It's like, I don't know how they do it. And man, it's incredible. We should uh, move to New Orleans. It's such wild. It was like uh, so many different uh, artists and it just kept on going. It's, it's really unbelievable. I don't realize the excitement I get. When I read festival flyers for festivals I know that I'll never end up going to, I still get that that rush. Whoa, another one. So are there you excited go. about Rolling Stones, Foo Fighters, or Earth, Wind, and Fire? Uh, oh, my God. Earth, Wind, and Fire would be awesome to see. Are you equally. kidding me? Oh, Chris oh. Stapleton, Klein. Oh, is that some... Oh, oh, oh no. Some, <laughs> some Tennessee whiskey there for you. I'm, <laughs> I'm back out. Uh, yeah, the Killers, Hosier, Vampire Weekend, Queen Latifah. Yeah, it's like a re it's very strange. Oh that's exactly how I read these festivals. I'm like, oh, cool, cool, cool. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Whoa. <laughs> uh, and then I go, they're alive? And yeah. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Heart is performing. Greta Van Fleet is always yeah. great. Yeah, so quite a mix, man. The but Beach Boys. Oh, what? saw that. 
Dude, that that's, that's definitely an are they still alive one. Some, <laughs> yeah. Also, it's like at some point when you get into a certain age, having boys in the name is just a little weird, right? <laughs> well, the beach seniors doesn't yeah. have as much of a ring to Tell it. me if you're freaked out at all by this concept. You know, I, I love technology. I know they just finished up CES in Vegas, all this cool stuff we can look forward to, see through TVs, etc. This freaks me out a little bit. For so many reasons, Allie, but take a listen because this is our future. To make your car payment on time, Ford in the process of a patent application for self-driving cars to drive away from their owners after a series of missed payments. Think about this for a Whoa. second. You know, so you haven't paid your registration or whatever, the DMV. Yeah, you miss a few payments. Of, no, probably like your monthly, your lease payment. You miss well, it a could few, be anything if you think about and it. And they warn you and they say, hey, uh, you're uh, two months behind on your payment. And if you don't pay, you just keep ignoring the call. Eventually, they just go, all right, let's go ahead and program the car to just drive back to the dealership. You know who loves this idea is hackers. They're well, like, oh, well, I could hack into that thing. It'll drive me. It'll drive right to my house. I don't even have to steal it or break a window. It's even worse, by the way, than just the repossessing of the cars. Because listen, that's only at the last step. But listen to what they will start doing. This is so crazy to me. This is like technology. Are they going to start messing with the controls and oh, stuff? Let's... After a series of missed payments, Ford's proposal will force the car to drive itself to a <laughs> repossession agency. <laughs> Having the car drive away would be a last resort. The patent application shows Ford would first pressure delinquent owners by disabling some of the car's features like the air conditioning or oh. having the audio system. <laughs> Listen oh to that. Oh, my God. So all of a sudden, you're a month or two behind. And then we'll you, hot box them out. Yeah, we're just going to make sure the air conditioning doesn't work. And then it gets worse than that even. Listen to this. Some of the car's features like the air conditioning or having the audio system play unpleasant sounds. To be honest. <laughs> Look, my audible buddies know what I'm talking about. Yeah, okay. Right? Wait a minute. Okay, anyway, another thing got... <laughs> That's our is show? That it's going to play? They're using examples of our no, show as come on. unpleasant sounds. They're going to ch chime into the car. <laughs> Can't they do, like, classical music or something? They will never get a missed payment ever again. <laughs> That's so, ins so insulting. I mean, I'm honored that we were featured in this news report, but Allie, I know, it's, thanks, Ford. it's a little <laughs> insulting. Unpleasant sounds. To be honest. Look, my audible buddies know what I'm talking about, yeah, okay. right? Okay, anyway, another thing got... Okay, all right. Wow. <laughs> all right. They don't like that. <laughs> I don't blame them. I, would, I think they should take this to the next level and make it even higher stakes. Like, all of a sudden, the seatbelt doesn't work. Oh, yeah. It's just yeah, like, yeah. you got to drive. You don't know what's going to happen, man. Just have Try. a seat that ejects you. Yeah. Like, I mean, it could just, it, like, jack in the box. It'll just throw you out at any moment. But think about it. All jokes aside, though. It's kind of freaky to start thinking that there's all sorts of ways now that they're just going to be like, all right, let's see. They're only one month behind. Kill the AC. All right, two or months behind. Or maybe start with like the seat warmers. Yeah. Just start with something mildly <laughs> inconvenient. Or keep them on all the time. <laughs> so hot. It's constant they just annoyance. get hotter and hotter until it's like an inferno. Yeah, that's what they should do. Just keep cranking. Don't, don't stop them at the standard, you know. So just like, okay, degrees. I got to get to the store. <laughs> If you want 100 bucks of Allie's money, it's your last chance of the week to get it. Now's the time to call us at 800-520-1067. You can be a part of these unpleasant sounds right now, and we'll give you $100 cash. You don't have to battle Allie. You can, but it's a Friday, so you pick your poison. You can go against Jake the Nerd, Vanessa. You can take down Postmaster Johnny, who I heard slept here in the studio last night. I don't know if that's true <laughs> or not. Lots of opportunities for you to win some money from us, and we'll get into it after this break. Call now to play and win next. Some hype music for your Friday morning. It's K-Rock. We are Klein Alley Show. In just a moment, we're going to grab one of these people on the phone that would like 100 bucks of Alley's money, although it's Friday, so it's pick your poison, which means you don't have to battle Alley. You can battle anyone on the show. Who will you battle? Will it be Postmaster Johnny? Young and dumb. 
You'll have a chance later this morning to win on uh, based on his brain, you know, when we do the Johnny Doesn't Know. I think the topic for Johnny Doesn't Know, I believe today, is coffee because the guy is 25, and you would think even if you don't drink coffee, Allie, you would, like, know some of the most basic stuff. I like, don't even know if he could name more than one coffee company. I, no, couldn't. Because yesterday it was just a very basic conversation was happening, and I think the question was something about what's a country. Johnny, where's a country that's known for like coffee beans? And his answer was wild. Oh yeah. So, oh, and then I remember one time you had asked him to get. He was going somewhere, and, and he asked if you wanted anything. You, you oh, said yeah. iced coffee. It's the and amount he, of follow-ups were the insane. The amount, yes. He didn't and know. then he was like, "So if oh, hold on, if I go up to the counter, I tell them that." Yeah, well, they know what to well, give Well, they me. know what I'm talking about. And I was like, yeah, it's a nice coffee. They probably make a million a day. He's like, are you sure? I'm like, I'm sure. He's like, is that, how is that served in a cup? I'm like, yep, that's how they do it. And he was like, whoa, all right, I'll try to get it. And then he still came back, and I think he still messed it up. Regardless, you can play against anyone on the show. Who do you want to battle? Let's say hi to uh, Selena. Welcome to K-Rock on a Friday morning. How goes it? Hi, good morning. This is Selena Pat from Pasadena, and Ellie knows the news. Beautiful. Well, we'll find out if she does or does not. You have five questions waiting for you. Allie will attempt Okay, so we're going with me. to answer them as well. Is that who you want to go against, Allie? Yes. Okay, she's leaving the studio right. now. Your round of Allie Knows the News will begin in moments. Uh, let's get into it. Win $100 so you can buy booze. Let's find out if Allie knows the news. Either Allie will or Selena will. And that is where it all comes down to. Your round starts now. Allie knows the news. The national anthem for this year's Super Bowl has been set, and this person is singing it. Hint, it's not Allie. Who is singing the national anthem at this year's Super Bowl? <laughs> you can always Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez, great guess. Go to question number two. A California woman just set the Guinness World Record for growing what? Tomatoes. Question three. This pizza place, if you would even call it that, is in the works to become a game show for adults that want to play like children. Hi. Pizza Hut. Question number four. An American Airlines flight attendant was arrested for doing something incredibly creepy. What was it? Watching people in the bathroom stall. Oh, and finally, question number five. Concert goers are suing this icon and Live Nation because her shows started late. Who's being sued by concert goers? Erica Badu. All right, let's bring Allie back in. How do you think you did? <laughs> Horrible. I live underneath a rock, I guess. Yeah, these are all technically stories in the news, but it's uh, hard to keep track of everything, which is why we all try to cut through it all on the show. This is definitely not you know, a lot of people's top choice for where to get their news, but you do learn a thing or two, and uh, we gamble as well, so 100 bucks could be yours. Allie, say nothing else. Allie's back in the studio. Here we go. Question one. Okay. Allie, the national anthem for this year's Super oh. Bowl has been set, and this person is singing it. Hint, it's not you. Nope. It's Reba. Reba McIntyre. Is that, is that why? I know, that's how I felt. Is that why we're Sheesh. doing Klein Likes Country today? Because of this announcement? It's all over the place. Unbelievable. That is correct. Allie's up one nothing. She guessed Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> we got a question number oh, two. Oh, man. That'd be great. Question two, Allie. Here we go. A uh, California woman just set the Guinness World Record for growing what? Um, The longest pubic hair. 
Oh, you're so... I know you're trying to be funny, but you're so close. She guessed tomatoes, and the correct answer is this woman is now the proud owner of the longest arm hair oh, in the world. Man. It is 18... Oh, wow. 18.4 centimeters, works out to roughly seven and a half inches long, a hair growing out of her arm. Whoa, seven. so she has, like, natural fringe. I don't know what it is, but uh, you get... No one gets the point on that. Allie's still up by How one. How can we you go, grow out your arm Go hair. to question number three. Everyone's got one rogue hair somewhere in their body that's just real yeah, long. Yeah, but you can't have, like... You're the hairiest person I know. Thank you. If, but you can't get... Your, your arm hair can't get longer. Uh, it feels like a challenge that I'm up for. Yeah. We go to question number three. This pizza place, if you want to call it that, is in the works to become a game show... For adults who want to act like kids. Chuck E. Cheese. She said Pizza Hut. The correct answer is Chuck E. Cheese. Allie goes up to nothing with two questions left. And it all comes down to these. Allie, an American Airlines flight attendant was arrested for doing this creepy thing. What was it? She was opening their suitcases and smelling their stuff. The fact you would even think that means that you're creepy, yeah, and dude. that's wrong. Oh, right. You know who got it right, though? She's just trying to get to know her. Selena got oh, it right for filming people in the bathroom Whoa. on the plane. That is correct. And your final question. This is exciting now. She's come back. It's 2-1. One final question. Concert goers are suing this icon. After Madonna. Oh, I didn't even finish the question. What are you saying? Madonna. That is correct. Madonna being sued because her shows started late. I well, didn't know you could sue for that. I Wouldn't don't think they're going to win. Morrissey be sued like a million times? Morris, it's a class action now against Morrissey. Everyone's getting in. <laughs> class uh, action. Selena, what must you shamefully admit over the airwaves of K-Rock? You said it up front, but now it's actually true because Allie kicked your ass. Okay. Living underneath a rock. That's okay. We will accept that. We will uh, get into this right now. It's a band with an opening. If you know how to play guitar, this could be your future job. Need another side hustle in 2024? You can play guitar for the Smashing Pumpkins. Someone's very angry with us, and we'll share that story with you next on Carox. Thank you for starting your weekend with us this morning here on Klein Alley Show. At least some of you. We got a very angry message yesterday. Not even on the goat line. This went right to corporate. It was uh, passed along to us, a person that says they will no longer... Be listening to K-Rock after many decades of supporting this radio station because of something that happened on the show yesterday. And this happens from time to time where people hear something and either they either they got their own stuff going on, so something we do really bothers them. And I was thinking at first, what could it have been? I mean, Allie shared with us the very sad story about her cat dealing with cancer. And even though we made some jokes, I could understand why someone who's a real cat lover wouldn't love to hear us telling Allie that... She's probably better off without the cat, and the cat's probably better off without her. Excuse me. I, I think I came across as, you know, heartless when we talked about it yesterday, but I love my cats, and I'm very happy that they're in my life. Yes, they have been knocked down to kind of the last rung on the ladder in our house, and I think that happens a lot with cats. Call so her a bitch. Well, she is a bitch. Oh, yeah. It sounds like love to me. She so, But you know what? It, it, we can get into the cat thing. It has nothing to do with that. So I was surprised because I said, what else on the show yesterday would have made someone so angry and so upset that they would feel the need to call and leave a message on the corporate voicemail about the show? Mm. Uh, I'll play you the message first, and then you can decide if you feel that um, this is warranted or not. Once again, this is something that supposedly happened on, on yesterday's show. Take a listen. This woman's very angry. Hi, my name is Victoria. Um, a few minutes ago on K-Rock, Klein said the word faggot on the radio while talking about Richard Simmons. 
What? You never said that. It's weird because I thought it, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't, I, I didn't say it. So I, I have. But you don't say so it. I, <laughs> <laughs> none, of, none of this. It's nothing better than hearing someone that has a legitimate complaint. Especially when they start it with hello. Right. And, but, My but name when, is Victoria. But when you know that when you know that their complaint one thousand percent didn't happen. And the nice thing about this show is we have audio so we can I can play you exactly what she thinks she thought she heard. And which is not that. But this but anyway, listen to this because she's Hi, my name is Victoria. Um a few minutes ago on K Rock, Klein said the word faggot on the radio while talking about Richard Simmons. Um I didn't know you supported that kind of thing, and I'm not going to be listening to K-Rock anymore after listening to more than 30 years. Thanks. Have a good one. Bye-bye. All right, so we lost her as a listener. Now, would you like to hear, Allie, what was actually said yesterday yes, when she thought that that's what I said? And now she's gone forever, so she won't even hear this, supposedly, if she really is gone forever. But maybe someone knows Victoria. And they go, I know that passive-aggressive voice. I think it's interesting that, well, I, I know that you did not say that word. But I also think it's interesting that after 30 years, she's going to give up now because 30 thing. years ago, I guarantee a lot of people were saying that word. Yeah. <laughs> Probably on this station and every other station. Didn't Kevin and Bean have a weekly bit about that, Omar? <laughs> they must have, right? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's say it. So what was it called, though? We're calling <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So this... It was their Friday thing. This is what, this is what was said. <laughs> it was their Friday thing. It was their, it was their big Friday thing. Okay. This is what was said, in case you even care, Victoria. Spot on. And then finally, do it. Yeah, oh, sorry, Omar, go ahead. Were you talking? Or was that from the clip? No, that was from oh, the clip. Oh, from the clip, sorry. I, yeah. I can't tell anymore what's live and what's uh, in the clip. This is from yesterday's show. Spot on. And then finally, thought, do it. I think the scene she just played, though, is when Richard, is when Richard Simmons discovers that he's going to become this uh, larger-than-life guy. Because he used to be just some fatty that hated himself. <laughs> that was your code word. Larger to, than life guy was your no. I, <laughs> that's I, what you were said. I, that's she versus I, what she meant. heard me say that he was fatty. a former fatty. So you're give, you're mixing up his insults, Victoria. No, no, no. That's not an insult. That's a, <laughs> that's that's his origin story, Allie. Is that he was a fatty? He was a former fat guy. <laughs> yeah, he was a former large guy, fatty, right. and he said, "I don't want to be a fatty, so let's sweat." Well, let's uh, let's help other people not be fatties. That's his whole thing. I think you're but making it worse somehow. <laughs> I'm not making it worse. I'm making it. I'm making it better. And this is what once again. He was a flaming fatty. I didn't say that. <laughs> that he's going to become this uh, larger than life guy because he used to be just some fatty that hated himself. And then I think. Right, so anyway, that's that. But once again, does it matter, Ali? Because now he this... used to be some fatty who hated himself. <laughs> he did. <laughs> this... Are we going to start doing Fatty Fridays here? I no. think we should do Fatty Fridays. Yes, I'm saying a good thing here. I'm saying... <laughs> do you understand that saying he was a fatty who hated himself could be misconstrued as well? These or? are his... The clip you played yesterday. Play it again. He never said I was a fatty who hated myself. Yes, he... Not in those words. I was paraphrasing for the sake, for the sake of the show. Oh, right. And calling someone a... And he would admit, because I've seen him do a bunch of things. The reason we're talking about Richard Simmons, in case you even care, is because Paulie Shore yeah, is, is playing him in some doc. Some doc that's uh, it's guess, a it's a short biopic that he right. says he did not authorize or whatever. So this is the clip Ali played yesterday. What's my first rule? Oh, flaming! I didn't. <laughs> you said it. 
You said it sounds like Paulie Shore doing gay voice. If anyone's, because it did. If anyone's going to complain about it, in fact, I'm going to play you that part of the clip because, to be honest, if anyone's going to complain about anything, let's complain what Allie the lesbian said. And let's like not- yourself. Your weight doesn't matter. See? If you like yourself, you're going to be fine. Please welcome Richard I didn't hear fatty in any of that, but that's all right. He's... This is what out. Let's complain about this. Who wants to complain about this? I'm going to play the thing to complain about from Go yesterday's ahead. show. And Victoria, call back and complain about this. And Polly Shore is playing Richard Simmons. They just released the teaser trailer, and this is what that sounds like. What's my first rule? Like yourself. Your weight doesn't matter. If you like yourself, you're going to be fine. Please welcome Richard Simmons. Look, I mean, it, it looks exciting. Obviously, Polly Shore looks a lot like Richard Simmons, and everybody was like, man, who else would but Polly Shore? But I also don't know. I don't know, it guys. sounds sound like a good match <laughs> because uh, Richard Simmons, if you guys remember, is very energetic, and that Polly Shore character, whatever he was doing there, did not sound like the Richard Simmons. It kind of sounds like Polly Shore doing gay voice. Oh, boo! <laughs> Boo you, Holly. <laughs> Boo you. Cancel her. Oh, whatever. I'm just a fatty who hates herself. <laughs> I'm just and kidding. That's what we're getting at. So he was go. doing game boys. Lost a listener. Bring Sorry, someone else on board. R.I.P. Thank you. Cannon's on K-Rock. We are a Klein Alley show. Lots going on this morning. And I will, uh, for those of you that get angry that they've stopped our show at 945, it's usually when we wrap it up. And then we say, Nicole will be here 40 minutes nonstop K-Rock. Today we are able to extend and give you a bonus 15 minutes. No one really asked for it except the uh, boss here. So we'll be on the air for an additional 15 minutes this morning. Oh, how exciting. The show will go right till 10 o'clock like the good Lord intended. It's almost a four and a half day work. Almost. Um, 951 said, this makes me so angry because not only did Klein not say what Victoria claims... Now Victoria is the one who has said it multiple times on the radio I'm, and have offended me. I'm canceling her. After 30 <laughs> years of listening to Victoria, I'm out. 323 said, as Omar would say, hit the bricks. That lady can go listen to Seacrest. We don't want her anyway. Well, Meanwhile, she, if she likes that word, she'll love Seacrest. <laughs> 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 Five, six, two. Said Fatty Fridays. I used to be on the fence about committing to this show, but after this, I'm in for live. All right. <laughs> Found our people. Uh, boo effing who. We don't want the offended people listening to our morning show anyway. Go cry somewhere else. So, uh, yeah, once again, it's always interesting. Most people just hear something, get angry, and leave and don't. But for Look, to go. What have we been told by our bosses many, many times? People half listen. All the uh, yeah, time. I never heard them say that. I guess I wasn't listening all oh, the way. Oh, yeah. But that's the thing is people are li- they're, people are doing other things. They're zoning out. They're always half in on any conversation throughout the day because everyone's in their heads all but day what's long. Going so on? they are hearing something that they're making up in right. their own heads. But what's going on in her world where he she hears me talking Richard Simmons and say former fatty and she processes that as I can't believe he called him the derogatory well, F word for gay. should have heard all of our EGOT jokes earlier Well, it's funny week. you mentioned that. We did mention a lot about the EGOT because Elton John got himself an EGOT. And, uh, and, and I said that's offensive. You can't so, call him and that. Someone left a very interesting message. I think this is the smartest thing. I think this is Blind Charlie who left this on the, on the Goat Line Alley. I think this is the most interesting and best idea that has ever happened to the award shows. Oh. As it pertains to the EGOT. And this guy's on to something. Well, how come Emmy, Golden Globe, Oscar, Tony... It's got to be put in that order and pronounced EGOT. You got lots of nice letters there. You got a G, you know, an E, a T. You could easily make that a GOAT, G O T E. 
Doesn't Whoa. that make so much more sense? The EGOT. This person is a GOAT. This person got the GOAT. They're the greatest of all time, even though it's a little different because they got all those awards. Yeah, but I... Wait, wait, is it Golden Globe? EGOT. The Grammy. Grammy. That's part of being the That's EGOT. The G. So that the G is the EGOT. But I guess now we can add a G. What? Why are we going to make it sound all weird and fancy? I've got an EGOT. <laughs> I go to the pen pages. All right. <laughs> and I make <laughs> Thank you. I get what you're saying. But I think that's a great idea. Why well, don't we rename that EGOT? The uh, GOAT the Award. Goat. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. Same I love letters. it. Good blind job, Charlie, Charlie. You are on to something. It must be that extra, uh, those extra senses you have. <laughs> being blind and whatnot. You can put letters together. We quick break. We're back in a second. First look at your ADD news. And we'll start giving you stuff today on the show as well. The bribery will begin next. Friday morning here at K-Rock. Let's figure out what's going on in the... Oh, hold on one second. Let's figure out what's going on in the world. Let's do it together. Here we go with your news right now on KROQ. Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD News. Se habla espanol. Hola. Oh, wait, we don't. So, when you make a fast food choice, when you're deciding where to go, what is your main factor? Are you going type of food, distance, are you going by price? What's your main factor in your decision making? I so rarely am premeditated in my fast food choices. It's usually a very impulsive decision. It's whatever you see. Like I'll I'll take the I'll roll the windows down, I'll get a whiff of in and out, and I'll be like, need to have that in me right now. I see. Okay. And or sometimes I'll drive and I'll be like, whoa, they opened a Chick-fil-A on that street. That's weird. And then I'll be like, you turn. <laughs> like I it's very strange. Like I have no self-control. It's it, at least on the bright side, I don't wake up and be like, today is my McDonald's day. Yeah, and some people are like that. It's like, you know, every morning on the way to work, I get McDonald's or whatever your habits are. And the reason I ask is because the price of fast food is about to get more expensive in California because the minimum wage is going up and the restaurants, they can't take any kind of hit with the profit. So, of course, that raise trickles right down to us. We are the ones who will pay for the minimum wage increase. And does it make you question how worth it is fast food in general when it comes worth when it, it becomes not cheap anymore? Because people are already complaining about the raising price of McDonald's food and Chipotle has been criticized for their shrinkflation and and also increasing their prices. So if these fast food places just keep increasing their prices, when eventually are you like, you know what, I'm just going to go somewhere else because it, the price is comparable and the food is healthier. So here's the real question, though. What, are you getting fast food? Do you think most people get it because it is a more affordable option? That's because what, it's a more convenient option? I think that's a option? huge factor. Yeah. But I think that there are a lot of people like you who it's impulsive. Yeah. But I think there are others who it's a daily, it's a, this is my lunch every day yeah you know and it's because it's seven or eight bucks for lunch and you get full and you can keep doing your job and it'll kind of help you get through the day and if that cost effectiveness isn't there anymore just fat how relevant is fast food worst part about all of this is that they're just going to continue now doing what they've been doing for the last year or so where they've got these kind of cool deals but you have to download the app or something like that to use them so you show yeah, they advertise like you know hamburger for a nickel you're like sweet and then like have to download the app pay through the it's like, oh, forget it i know once you have to go to the sign up page and create a profile i'm like yeah. oh my god no, i'm so uh, done creating an account can right. i please just not create an and account they, and they do once? That, like chipotle does does that a lot. They'll be like, free guacamole today. You show up there, you're like, good, scoop it right in my mouth, sir. And they're like, oh, do you have the app? And then they're like, oh, God, really with this? <laughs> so I don't know. The answer is it's going to get expensive, more expensive. It'll still probably be cheaper because I would think 
if their minimum wage is raising, then other places that are working, I mean, I know that, uh, you know, yeah. as someone who used to be a waiter before, they can get away with giving you like six bucks an hour because they claim that you make up for it in tips. Well, and some people will make like two or $300 a night in tips. Some, some, some people some can make a lot, but people that work at fast food places don't. Um, okay. <clears throat> the Pope is a wild one this time around. You know, sometimes he says old school Pope stuff, um, but then he'll like a post from a stripper on Instagram. And it's, he's kind of like, you know, you don't really know what you're going to get with this new pope. And he said recently being gay is cool now. He also said some weird stuff about surrogacy being the devil, which I do not agree with. But here's his next statement. The pope said sex is great. And it's not just for procreation. In fact, he said that sexual pleasure is, quote, a gift from God, but that it comes with discipline. Otherwise, it could get out of control. And he also said that porn is bad because it is sexual pleasure without relationship. Yeah, he's going to the wrong site then. <laughs> anyway, I'll give him a few. You I can have a relationship with my side. You can have a yeah. relationship. Yeah, okay. this guy's got, Yeah, he should get on uh, OnlyFans. Yeah, he's on the wrong stuff right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. he, I'll give him some stuff to look at. Omar, is this conversation bothering you? How are you doing with your abstinence from self-pleasure? Uh, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, thanks for bringing it up. I haven't thought about it all day, but, uh, yeah, now it's, uh, annoying. I know. And even the Pope is like, go for it, man. Uh, hey, by the way, yeah. Omar, um, the Pope has said you can touch yourself, but just don't look at, um, you know, explicit movies. But we are saying here, because our, our you know, we have more power as you cannot, yeah. or else you will lose the force resolution bet. And I want to say something else. Omar has been working on a lot of, he's always telling us about all the things he's doing. I feel like he's gotten way more productive since he stopped self-pleasuring. Uh, that yeah. is 100% true. I've, I've like picked up three hobbies. Yeah, yeah there were like four <laughs> verses to the Jake Pawn Shop intro. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. You're, you're and Omar's like the third-ranked pickleball player in the world. And it happened in like yeah. four days. Yeah, it's pretty good, guys. All right. <laughs> we'll kick off a brand new hour of the show after this, your weekend song, which we forgot to play at the start of the show today. Enjoy it. It's not about that Monday, Tuesday. No one cares about Wednesday. Thursday. Forget that noise. Are you ready for the weekend? Are you ready for the rear end? Are you ready for the weekend? Are you ready for the rear end? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, trash. Thursday, Friday, forget about that. Friday, Saturday, Saturday, Sunday, sleeping in, eating brunch. Milk me, rectum and anus. Thank God it's Friday! Hell yeah. Hit the beach or hit the mall. Go out with friends, do nothing at all. Sleep in, watch movies, read books. Anything goes, just take a look. Are you ready for the weekend? Yeah. Are you ready for the rear end? No. Are you ready for the weekend? Yeah. Are you ready for the rear end? Go. Are you ready for the weekend? Yeah. Are you ready for the rear end? Go. Are you ready for the weekend? Yeah. Are you ready for the rear end? Go. Are you ready for the weekend? Yeah. Are you ready for the rear end? Go. It's juicy. Klein Alley Show. I am a new listener. I'm usually like a hip hop R&B girl. Their stuff is boring. I just like listening to you guys in the morning. Get it on. Chicken tenders. 106.7 KROQ FM in HD Pasadena. Los Angeles. Orange County. This is the world famous K-Rock. Happy Friday, bitches. Happy Friday, bitches, to you as well. Our weekend is here. There was your anthem just a few moments ago. The world-famous K-Rock. We are Klein Alley Show. Nice to meet you. Thanks for hanging out. This morning, we will make it worth your while in a variety of ways. Compelling content and good conversation, perhaps and perhaps not. But we will 
get you some tickets to Monster Jam, AMA Supercross, Angel Stadium. Also get you on that standby boarding list so you can travel and see some 41 in Paris, France. And uh, some tickets to see them at their YouTube theater show, which I think go on sale today just after we get off the air at 10 a.m. As a result of it, and to celebrate some 41's final tour, their farewell tour, at some point this morning, Allie, I think it's right near the end of the show, just before those tickets go on sale. Some 41 will be joining us on K-Rock. To say hello. To say hi and uh, remind everyone to go out and uh, perhaps give some advice for those people that are trying to win those tickets to see them in Paris, France, because that show, I think, already sold out. Yeah, and they have a new album coming out. So uh, Derek will be on with us a little bit later this morning, so you'll get your Some 41 fix. And I can't wait for Vanessa to pronounce the name of their band to them. Do you know the band we're talking to later today, Vanessa? Of course, Some 41. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, after 14 tries. 14 tries, she finally got it. She actually ran out of letter and number combinations, and that she finally settled on some 41, which is the right one. She was saying it right all day yesterday, and then I was like, it's sub 41, and she was like, okay, 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 yes. Yeah, we can't mess mess with her. I've seen her do this. She gives herself a lot of these little pep talks. It's wild. It's great. Uh, This hour on the show, little round of Johnny Doesn't Know. Also, if you're a single person, and I know a lot of people are single right now and making that decision, do I want to try to get into something before Valentine's Day or want to stay single? There's all these stereotypes that exist about the single community. A list has just been released, and it's angry single people that are sick and tired of all of these single stereotypes that go with being single. Yeah, so we'll go over them, and I want to know how many are realistic and what other stereotypes didn't make the list that you experience as yeah. a single person. So uh, that is coming up this hour on the show. Lots going on. If you need us, we're here for the interaction. 800-520-1067. We are Klein Alley Show on a Friday morning on K-Rock. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Jayrock Klein Alley Show. And you, by the way, no one said thank you, so you're all welcome. I don't know why I'm just constantly getting ridiculed for this wonderful why gift. Why would I be thanking you? You should all be thanking me. Every single person here should be thanking me. For bringing more junk into the studio? It's not junk. 
Jake brings junk. I bring useful products. And Vanessa, Excuse how... Me, were you not forced to haul out the last batch of crap that you brought into this studio because your wife wouldn't let you keep it in the house? Yes. Right. I, I so, brought in... so then, and then over the break, Jake brought all his useless crap that his girlfriend banned from the house. Yeah, and then, then we, now here you are trickling in your we, crap. We did a big cleanse at the end of the year. We threw a bunch of stuff out. We sent a bunch of stuff to listeners. One man's trash, another man's treasure. Jake's trying to pawn his stuff unsuccessfully. And we now have our very own, and I don't think there's any more important drug in the world than caffeine. First thing in the morning, especially, you're probably drinking some right now. Try not to get it on your pants. I get it. We were talking recently about how it's the hardest thing for people to quit. You cannot quit it. The, the, guy, the guy that drinks 40 beers a day was talking about the hardest thing he ever had to quit. Well, I guess he didn't quit beers, <laughs> but it was caffeine. <laughs> so I brought in the, uh, the coffee maker that my wife claims was too loud for the house because the kids were... It was were... too loud. We heard it over the phone. It was insane it's, how loud the thing was. It's now in... Listen, Vanessa... Uh, have you made yourself a delicious coffee yet this morning with the new coffee machine? Not yet, but I'm ready. All right, you, listen <laughs> Listen to the... Uh, Vanessa, put in the uh, pod and crank this up. Now, you now got, this is now we're going to see... Crank it up. All right, <laughs> you Can you change the thing? volume on it? No, there's no volume. But I, this, th My wife told me that if this didn't leave... She basically said it was me or the machine. One of us was getting out of the house. She says, you or this thing. Oh, it's so man, loud. Oh, machine. So, uh, do you think that it makes good coffee? Yes, I do. That's why I said, what are you talking... She wanted to throw this thing out for a year. Wait, Hold there on. it goes. Hold on. Hey, here it goes. Vanessa's Hold getting eaten alive. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, my God. Hold on. This thing was no longer... Listen. Soothing. Okay, well, that's it's, quiet. It's soothing. It's yeah. got to ramp up? It ran It's got... <laughs> it definitely has... Hell? Yeah, it's making a... Listen. This is in the back <laughs> office, by the way. This is so... Not even as loud as it is. Like, it, this is muffled. This isn't muffled. This no, this is, is from where the microphone is picking this up from across the room. That's true. The microphone is not near this right now. <laughs> and this is how loud it is. Vanessa, does it sound loud in there? It's so loud, I have my ear to the speaker to hear you. What? <laughs> <laughs> so... And now, this is making the coffee so slowly, too. Like, shouldn't it be done by now? It, there is a... Oh, my God, it gets louder? All right. This is definitely broken, dude. It's not broken because the... <laughs> oh, my God. It's not broken. It's going to blow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. I've heard construction uh, sites that it, are how less loud than this. Dude, just is, get a Keurig, man. I know. Uh, is it, uh, listen, is it all done now? Does it... I think they're dead. Wait. It, it, they're dead. <laughs> they're dead. No. It's, it's done. Okay. You think... Is this powered by gasoline? No. Like, what the regu hell? Regular wall outlet. You think that's... Okay. You think that's aggressively I think you loud? need to get a power strip or something. I think it needs more juice. Guys, is that... This is a... It's just made one cup of coffee right there. Oh, my God. I'm but, tired. But, Vanessa, how, how good's the coffee? The coffee's delicious. See? I love Nespresso, and it smells so good. So there it's you my go. fave. So, okay. So maybe there's some issues with the inner workings of it. But the final result is great. Now, she, my wife said, this got to get out of the house because every time I try to make coffee, she said it wakes up. Yeah, I would do this in the morning oh, before I'd come in oh here. Oh, my oh, man. God. She said the dog starts barking, the kids start crying. It's a whole thing. <laughs> And the kids now, in the morning, on the weekend, it, it does coffee. help you wake up, the coffee that, machine. And, and look, isn't that the goal of coffee, really? <laughs> I don't like these people like to sip it, you know, enjoy it. This is like, uh, what's, be what's a better wake up than that sound? But I, I know that those machines can be loud, because I have 
uh, a one that I never use, but it is rather loud. I've never heard it that loud before. And that, I think, Omar, that is not normal. And when no, you were asking yeah. before, you were like, I think the only reason for it to be that loud is if it's grinding beans. Because if you yeah. go to a coffee shop, <clears throat> it's loud because they're grinding the beans, but this is just a pod. When you walk <laughs> in, weird, when you dude. walk into All you have to do is put hot water through it. Sometimes the sounds make you know it's working, right? Like in general. You know, when you, you want to hear the sound. Like, I think sounds like that are keys that it's broken. But uh, you've heard it, you heard, you've heard the Keurig, right? It has uh, this yes. little whoosh. Yes. Whoosh, I have heard it heats uh, up at first. And you and hear the trickle. Yeah. I've yeah. heard other people's coffee machines that are whisper quiet. It, this one I think is just a little louder than whisper. Wow, Can we throw of- this off of the building, no, the rooftop, no. and just be done with it? Not doing that again. <laughs> this is on, on its last yeah, legs. If your wife can veto it because it's loud, can we? I thought so. You guys want to get rid of this? I thought you'd be so excited. I brought this to this my gift it's to the so show. Loud. Let me taste it. No, the- we're keeping it. I gotta taste the coffee first. That's what depends on. But eight oh five said, "Hey, Klein, if that is an espresso machine, you can either send it in and they will send you a new one, or they will try to fix it for you for free." Whoa. Well, I already bought it. There's no one. way that's you already bought it. It's too late one. now. It's, it's another one's already been purchased. Uh, the, the, well, Vanessa, at least Vanessa said. Six said it sounds like those air raid sirens <laughs> when there's an apocalypse. <laughs> it does. It does have a moment. I got under a desk when I heard this. <laughs> that's how you know the coffee's ready. That's how you know. Yeah. Uh, speaking of coffee, does Johnny know anything about it? Call now if you'd like to join us for Johnny Doesn't Know Win a Prize. 800-520-1067. Uh, do you think Johnny will know the difference between regular coffee and decaf coffee? Like why? Whoa, he, I don't good think he question. Will. We, we, we'll get to it in just a moment. Johnny will be in the studio. If you'd like to play with us, we'll do it next. 800-520-1067. That's after this, Kayla. Entering the studio now is the keeper of the codes, Postmaster Johnny. We learned yesterday the man keeps track of every bathroom code he can find in Southern California. And I don't know if you saw on our socials. So but many people. Some uh, woman has really outcoded you. I She's got a mask. Master list. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah, that was a long yeah. list. She was so proud that we had even had this discussion because she thought he was, she was this only one that was keeping track of the codes. Although there was some co- controversy about the codes on the GOAT line. Yo, Klein Ali. Uh, Postmaster Johnny said that he has codes for all these kinds of restrooms. That, I think, is false because I work in La Jardinera, which is gardening. And when you go ask for the restroom, you have a different code every different day. It's not true. Some, some people have figured out a way to try to beat the code breakers by changing the code on a regular basis. But Johnny is trying to stay one step ahead of them. It's a real game of cat and mouse with the code makers and the code breakers. Yeah, and Johnny claimed, I believe, that they only change the codes when the, c- the restrooms get trashy. Right. Well, for, yeah, why would you change? Why would you go take a dump at a gardening place, too? That's the one place you would never go. You always got to go to a, like a Barnes & Nobles or like... A fish grill. You know what I mean? Right. Good point. That's Only a, those two. Those are the places. Hold them until you're near a fish grill. <laughs> yep. Um, let's get to this round of Johnny Doesn't Know. You just heard the coffee maker, the brand new office coffee maker that's a little loud. So annoying, People dude. It's not a brand new office well, coffee maker. It was brand new seven way. years ago when I got it, and now it's brand new to you, and it's time for Johnny Doesn't Know Coffee. Here we go. Johnny Doesn't Know. And I was like, okay. Oh, Johnny Doesn't Know. I didn't know Vegas was like in Nevada for like a while. Johnny doesn't know. Johnny doesn't know. Gelato sounds like Jello. Johnny doesn't know. It like goes wiggle, 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 wiggles. All right, I got some tickets on the line. We'll go up and down these phones at 800-520-1067. All you have to do is predict, will Johnny know the answer? Very basic questions, even if you're not a coffee. Plenty of people don't drink coffee. Mm-hmm. I, I think it is the most 
consumed beverage, I believe, in the entire world. But but still, some people don't drink it, and they don't like the taste of it. They don't like the way it makes them feel. They John, don't like the loudness when they're making it. John, they don't like going deaf just to make a <laughs> cup of it. Johnny, have you ever had tried coffee in your life? I have tried coffee, yeah, but I oh, gave it up, though. You gave it up after one try. I don't think you can call it giving it up if you tried it once. Well, maybe but. use the restroom really like, oh, a lot. went through oh. you. Yeah. You know, would you agree, Klein, that people who, similarly to how people always like to talk about how they don't watch TV... People love to talk about how they don't drink coffee. Love it. It's their favorite thing to talk about. The only thing that's more annoying than the people that talk about don't drinking coffee are the people that get real like, I only get my beans from a da-da-da-da-da, and they get like these whole stories. You're like, I don't care. Oh my God, it where just... these beans came from stories? Yeah. I can't do it. Let's say hi to uh, Jillian. We'll start in Simi Valley. We'll make our way up and down these phones. People... Costa Mesa, Pico Rivera, Long Beach, Burbank checking in. They all want a piece of Johnny, and I don't blame you. Johnny, just answer these questions as best as you can. Try to get them right. If you get them right, we will give you something, because I want to encourage you to answer them correctly if you know the answer, okay? I get something? Yeah, I'll give you something. All right. Let's go. A Starbucks gift card. Uh, Jillian, welcome to K-Rock. Good morning. Good morning. All right, here we go. First question for Johnny. What makes coffee an Irish coffee? Oh, I thought that was the first question. Yeah, I was like, whoa, wait. I, I should have stopped, stopped with that. What makes coffee? Jeez. His head would have exploded. What makes coffee an Irish coffee? Uh, don't answer just yet. Do you think he'll know the answer to this, Jillian? Um, no. All right, Johnny. There's something that makes a regular coffee an Irish coffee. She says you will not know the answer. Uh, what do you believe the answer is? Like an Irish coffee machine? Or like an <laughs> Irish coffee barista? What, what makes so it... you think it's more about the person making it as Irish? <laughs> or the machine is from Ireland? That's what he said. He said Irish coffee... Is, what did you say? What makes, what an makes, Irish what makes coffee? a coffee an Irish coffee? An I Made in Ireland or somewhere like that. So it's so, just regular coffee? Made in Ireland. Made in Ireland. Right. Made in Irish. All right. Uh, Jillian, good. That was, that was great that you said he would not know. He clearly did not know. And uh, that means uh, write down Jillian's name. She's eligible for some tickets. Real answer, please. What's the real answer? Whiskey. Though? Whiskey, Johnny. Oh, alcohol? Yeah, whiskey. Isn't that illegal? Oh, Isn't sure. that illegal well, to say- put whiskey <laughs> in coffee? I don't know. I thought you would get yeah, sick don't or tell something anyone. that. You get, yeah, well, if you drink enough. Oh, you get some whiskey, a little bit All of right. cream, and some sugar. Mm. Say hi to Dan right now. Dan, um, Dan, welcome to K-Rock this morning. Johnny doesn't know it's coffee. Are you a coffee drinker, Dan? Very little, but I do actually drink it sometimes. All right, let's see if Johnny knows the answer to this question. Uh, Johnny, Mm -hmm. Folgers says that the best part of waking up is what? Will Johnny know the answer to this? Dan? Um, I'm going to say no. All right. Smart answer. Johnny does not know a lot. The segment is called Johnny Doesn't Know. It's right there in the name of the game. Johnny Folgers says the best part of waking up is? Sing it with me, Allie. Best part of waking up Go on. is folders in your cup. Wow, Johnny! Hey, got one. I'm Let's shocked. Go. I guess that's a retro throwback song. It was so on you, all my VHS tapes. Yeah. All right. So, Dan, sorry, buddy. You got that wrong. We move mm. on to Kathy right now. Johnny doesn't know coffee. One right, one wrong. Kathy, you ready for this? Kathy is ready. All right. Johnny doesn't know. Johnny. Yep. <laughs> what makes... Uh, 
Uh, let's uh, let's hold on. That's too difficult. Some of these, Allie, I'm looking at them, and they're really not hard, but I go, it's just too difficult for Johnny. Yeah, I mean, like I'll different co- kinds of beans. I mean, what goes in coffee? All right, yeah. It, well, one of them is, name one type of sweetener that people put into coffee that's not sugar. Will Johnny know this? Kathy. Gosh, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt and say yes. All right. Wow. Johnny, what is one sweetener that people would put in coffee that is not sugar? Well, you said a whole lot of nothing right there. I heard <laughs> it was a lot. It was a little too much of everything mm-hmm. that you were saying. I didn't really. What's what? One more time. It was too many words. You don't understand what, the wasn't question. Too many words. It what's was your just, problem here? You tried evading the question so much. You started saying one thing and then you said another thing. I didn't and then you say, said. I said one thing. You said sweet and what stuff. is a, a sweetener? What is a sweetener that people put in coffee that is not sugar? A sweetener that is not sugar. The little milk thing that they put in there. The little um, the little tub of French vanilla. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? I'm, I'm like notioning it with my hands over here, and Alex is looking at me all yeah. weird. I don't, it's the, sh- the, the milk. The milk. That, that's the ingredient milk. you could put in there, yeah. Okay, that's, I said sweetener. Sweetener. Well, I mean, Klein... You I know what he's, sa- he's saying. He's trying to say. He's, he's trying to say those little coffee mate. Uh, and they packets. do have sh- a lot of but, sugar. But in I them. was kind of thinking like any of the five thousand different little packets that people put in coffee. Those little thingies right there, the yeah. yellow and pink ones. Yeah, can you name one of them? I don't know the names of them, but I know that they're little and they're like sweeteners. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and Wait. that's something. All right. I don't <laughs> even know. <laughs> that's, that's, that's something. Let's, that's let's something. say Kathy was right on a technicality there because I really can't even keep up with Johnny's answers at this point. All I feel right. like I don't know. Have uh, you heard of Sweet and Low? That's what I said. That's the same thing. It says that on the packet. Sweetener. No. Okay. Sweetener. Ali said Sweet and Low, you idiot. Have you heard of Splenda? <laughs> Truvia? The Pink Panther one literally over there okay. is Sweetener. Pink Panther. Jay, welcome to Johnny hey. Doesn't Know. Sorry hey. for making you, you sit through this. Good morning. All right, Johnny. You're good. Johnny, what uh, would make a... What's the major difference between a coffee and a decaf coffee? Will Johnny know the answer to this? Jay? My money's on the under. I'm going to say no. All right. Yeah. Smart bet. Johnny? What's the what is the difference between a regular cup of coffee and a decaf cup of coffee? The regular one is full of like the sugar and like all the crazy stuff, and then the decaf is like no craziness, no sugar, but it'll still make you use the restroom though. You know what I mean? No craziness. It's, like I it'll, like if you have like if you have too much regular coffee, yeah, you're gonna go like and get the jitters and stuff. Why? Because what what's in it that's making you do that? I don't know what's in there, but it's like it makes you crazy though. And then the decaf is kind of like you can enjoy coffee, but. It won't make you crazy. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, but I know what you're saying, but I need to know the thing that is not in the decaf coffee. In regular coffee. and decaf. Are you saying the Caffeination. Sweet? Caffeination. Wow. Or caffeination. Wow. Rocking wow. caffeination. Yeah, I mean, he's like it, right and it. wrong, but at the same time, I'm going to say How you're right. How am I right and wrong? That's the right answer. Caffeine is oh, the Oh, caffeine. Word. That's what I said. Okay, okay. you got it. All right, Johnny. This is still a struggle. It's, it's weird, Alec, because when he gets ones right, it feels like he's still lost somehow, right? Yeah, because I know that... I think what's happening with Johnny is that he kind of knows... Based on feeling, but he doesn't know the words to things. Yeah, it's my intuition. Adorable. Yeah, like what? he knows Pink Panther stuff, but he doesn't know that it's sweet and low. See, right, I'm close. I was yeah. there. That's yeah. correct. Creates his own language. I'm gonna give. Uh, I'm gonna give Sergio the final one, and then we'll have to pick our winner. Only I'm surprised. Only two people were able to predict correctly what things you would know and not know. Mm-hmm. Sergio, you ready to do this? Johnny doesn't know coffee. What's up, guys? What's up? Yeah, absolutely. All right, here we go. Johnny, this is the last one. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Name a country that is known for their coffee production. 
It's on a lot of bags of coffee. You'll see like where it comes from. About and five or six countries I would accept here that are just known as coffee producing countries. Denmark. <laughs> that is not on my. Den that is not. Why on are you my laughing list. at me? I, di I didn't even get Sergio to predict whether or not you would know or not. But uh, I assume Sergio was going to say you wouldn't know that, right, Sergio? Absolutely not. Okay, Johnny, you want to take a real guess at it? It's not Denmark. Give us one. Uh, I was going to Denmark say too. <laughs> I was going to say Seattle, but that's where Starbucks is from. So it's like yes, and it, that's a, a country. Not a Seattle country. Too. Oh, Jesus. not a country. Where, is it, where do they make coffee from? I'm asking you the question. Can you give me any other country other than Denmark? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You can't, you can't do one other country other than Denmark? Okay, Canada. Or, or okay, Also not known for their coffee production. All right. Where? Costa Rica is a big one. Sell that stuff Columbia. over there. Columbia. Columbia. Oh, Columbia. Really? Columbia. What oh, do you know? Stop. What do you know about Columbia, Vanessa? We got the best coffee beans. All right. So there you go. Sergio, hold on. Ali, a lot of people uh, got theirs right. The Kathy was right. Jillian was right. Congrats, Jillian. Hey, Jillian. Hold on one second. Let's get you some tickets. Thanks for playing. A little Johnny doesn't know. Coffee on K Rock. Single people, we'd love to hear from you at 800-520-1067. Let us know if you agree or disagree with what we're about to share with you. These are stereotypes about being single. There's a lot of stereotypes that happen, no matter what phase of a relationship you're in. You're married, you got those stereotypes. Wife just wants to sit at home and not have sex with you. That's stereotype, right, Allie? Right, huh? not true. Not true. I mean, in my case, it's true. It's 100% true. A lot of people, it's not true. In fact, there's a lot of people calling Omar. You know, Omar's not allowed to self-pleasure because of the forced resolution. And this guy left an interesting question on the go line. Hey, what's up, guys? Sweet dibs. I was just calling on behalf of uh, Omar Khan and his forced resolution of no self-pleasuring. And I just, I'm confused. Like, isn't Omar married? So why doesn't he just bang his wife? Like... Great question. I mean, that question has been coming through. Is it, are you having more sex because you're not doing the self-pleasure or no? Uh, same amount of uh, that. Uh, kids, if you're listening, uh, change the channel right now oh. or turn the Oops. volume down. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, this is the time they listen? Yeah, they're listening right now. Oh, okay. So okay. When well, we say no, bang, now they're not. Go ahead. we mean building okay. something. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, same amount. No oh. different. I mean, li listen, it takes two to tango, right? So just because I'm getting yeah, this uh, right. self-inflicted on me, it's it's not, you know, She has no restrictions to... on going to town on herself. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she can do all she wants, exactly. right, Omar? Right. Yeah. All right, kids, put the radio back on. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Santa Claus has come to town. Yeah. But yeah, if you the kids, the kids were actually just texting me, and they couldn't believe how dumb Johnny was. Oh, oh really? really? Yeah. Your yeah, kids yeah. were texting in during Johnny. These are like uh, ten-year-old children <laughs> texting in about how dumb Johnny is about uh, not yeah. knowing about coffee. There's this character in Toy Story. His name's Forky, and then oh, yeah. he's like really dumb. Uh, <laughs> so they were like, "He's just like Forky." <laughs> Johnny is forking stupid, man. There's no denying that. Well, Johnny's our Forky. He uh, kind of looks yeah. like him too. He's our gangly. Very similar yeah. in many ways. So uh, single people, there's all these stereotypes now, and uh, let's go ahead and figure out if you agree and/or disagree with this list of stereotypes about being single. And single people this time of year feel like let's get a little glory. It's all about the celebrating love and relationship. From the New Year's Eve kissing to the Valentine's Day stuff, mm -hmm. which is, I went to a CVS the other day. It's like everywhere, 40 aisles of Valentine's oh my God, Day stuff. I know, it's really shoving it in your face. Well, so some of the stereotypes for single people, people that they've listed here um, are that a single people have more money. 
because they're not spending money on another person to go out to dinner and they don't have they're not married and have kids so they're not spending a bunch of money on their kids so of course they just have an endless supply of income which of course is not true then there is the Wait, fact- there's, there's, I don't even understand that stereotype. Single people have more money because they're not going out to like nice dinners and stuff. Yeah, they're single. Their, yeah, because if you're going, if you have a significant other, you're going on trips together. You're going out to dinner all the time and doing romantic things. Or if you have kids, you're spending money on kids. I would know? think so single people have, you have less, less money. money to spend. I, I, feel, on. I feel like single people have constantly have to get ready for dates. They have to buy clothes, constantly do hair. Yeah, constantly. but if you think about it, like I, I think where the stereotype comes from is like. When I lived alone and was single, you know, I could buy one thing of ketchup and it would last me like six months. So sad. And that's it. That that's was Ali's entire diet <laughs> for six months. Just <laughs> one, but it was nice. Shopping for one is much nicer <laughs> than shopping for two, definitely, three, four. Definitely Hunt's brand, by the way, when Ali bought it. What's wrong with Hunt's? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's wrong with Hunt's? That's right. All right. All right. The next one is that being single is not a choice. So, like, a person isn't choosing. The assumption is that I'm just single because I can't get anybody, and but I'm actually desperate and I really want to have somebody, but I just can't. Even yeah, though there are true. a lot of people who are single who choose to be single and just don't want to be in relationships. Well, I have heard this quite a bit. Single people are single because their expectations are too... That's on the list, too. Oh, yeah. That's the big one. Like, why don't that you I need lower to lower my standards. A lot of people say, Ali, you, you hate this. This is one of Ali's least favorite things. People go, Ali, are you gay because you couldn't find a man? Yeah, and I say yes. And then we all know no. that's true. <laughs> that's a fact right there. I just need to find a good man to rock my yeah, world. I didn't want to share some hunts with Allie. She's the lady for you. <laughs> I am a but, hunt. But, yeah, that, okay, so that stereotype I hear. I can understand why that one would be annoying for some um, people. That, so there's another one that the single person does not want to go to your kid's birthday party or be around anybody with kids. I think that is true. I feel like if we're going to pick one that I, I feel bad, like, I, like you know, my kid's people, second birthday is coming up and I feel bad it, inviting single people that don't have kids because I feel like it's not going to be fun. I remembered when I was single getting invited to things with children and I didn't hate the children or the people throwing the thing, but I did definitely feel like, what am I doing here? And yeah. I felt like everyone else looked at me like, what is he doing here? You have a little bit, well, especially because you're a guy <laughs> at like a kid's birthday party, like you're a grown man right. by yourself at a birthday party for kids and you don't have a kid. But I remember when I got invited to a kid's birthday party when I didn't have kids and I was like, it was just at a park and there was no booze. And I was like, well, this is stupid. Right. I'm just at a kid's birthday party. Yeah. Not enjoying the, the party part. I think the people that put the party together also feel like they have to make some sort of a additional something because they're like, oh, and then there's... And then Allie's coming, so we need to get something for her. You know what I mean? Because there's we need to make it enjoyable for her. Yeah. she's single. Get a bottle of ketchup. <laughs> It'll make her feel comfortable. Um, that you're having sex all the time, so that you're promiscuous because you're single, I or think that that's you're going true. on a lot. <laughs> that's got to be true. Johnny's single. He's having sex all the time. Vanessa, you're having sex a lot. You're single, right? I am, but no, I'm not talking to anyone, so I'm not having sex with anyone. But you're talking to that tattoo guy. Yeah, he's barely talking to me. Oh, Vanessa. Just continue with the single list. Oh no! Oh boy. Vanessa. Do you ag- do you agree with this or disagree with what we're saying? I agree and disagree with that one because it uh, depends on what you want in that moment. You can have sex with whoever if you want, or you could just choose to not have sex. But also, you have that option. Vanessa, you are somebody who chooses to be single, right? I feel like if you wanted to be in a relationship, you'd be in one in five seconds. I think you think that, but I feel like getting into a relationship is harder 
than what it seems mm -hmm. because people out here are not like amazing right but you're happy being single you're yeah fine i mean i don't single. mind being single Johnny, how many people are you having sex with? <laughs> Jay Rock, Klein Alley Show. Coming up in about an hour, get you on that standby boarding list, travel to Paris, France. It's a sold-out show. It's the farewell tour for Sum 41. And to celebrate all of that and the tickets officially going on sale for their Southern California show at 10 a.m. this morning, Derek from Sum 41 will be on with us as we wrap up the show just before just before 10 o'clock this morning. So be listening and be ready to call and win. Right now, though, your news. Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD News. News you can trust. Ish. So the Stanley Cup movement is a strong, strong movement. Everywhere you go, you see people with giant cups wondering what could possibly be inside of it. No one needs that much liquid, no matter what it is. But here is the downside of the Stanley Cup. To any of you who have a Stanley Cup... A lot of people throwing out their backs, I would imagine. <laughs> so big. A lot of people developing Back scoliosis strain. and stuff. Well, there's a couple things going on. Number one... With any cups like this, they're saying that if you don't wash it properly, it's probably dirtier than your toilet seat at this point. If you're not washing it regularly, it could collect bacteria like E. coli and Klebsiella and molds, which can accumulate in your eco-friendly water bottle, leading to gastro illnesses, urine infections, or even pneumonia. Whenever there's a big trend, what was the one before the Stanley Cup? The Hydro Flask? That was the big one? Well, well the, the Swell bottles were a big thing, and yeah. then it was the Hydro Flask, and now it's the Stanley Cup. Yeah. It's weird that we're still so dehydrated because it feels like every month there's a new must-have giant cup oh, so people can lug around liquids, but yet for, we're still not, no one's apparently hydrating enough. Yeah, and I think it, it's really just about people finding a vessel for the water that's tolerable enough to drink out of, but and this, people right now are into the Stanley Cup. But this has become more of a, it's a flex, right? Like every one of those pink ones from Starbucks, they sold out. Oh, it, I wonder if people are just carrying them around empty. I'm sure that I'm sure a lot of people are. They're just walking around with an empty Stanley Cup. My wife's got a purse, and there's nothing. Whenever I need something of like gum, or, it's nope, just don't about have the purse, it. Tissue, not about don't the, have what it. What it's actually functioning. Nothing as. in that dumb bag. Well, the other thing that they said is if you're sucking on a straw constantly like that, it's the same effect that a smoker can get from sucking on a cigarette regularly, where you'll get these vertical lines across your lip as you get older. If you're constantly sucking, 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 you're going to get those kind of vertical wrinkle lines on your lips. So you're going to get the same effect as a smoker gets. Now so let there me are ask a lot you a question, Allie, because your mom has those lines on her face. <laughs> what do you, All over, up, what do you, down, what do you on think the, the What do you think those are from? They are from cigarettes. You sure about that? Yes. I'm the throat It's not because she's the throat We're done with this. It's not my mom. You can actually count those lines around her mouth like like reading the age of a tree. You can figure, figure <laughs> it's out. like what her body count is. Yeah, you, you can, can tell exactly how many guys she's throat-goated. <laughs> All right, it's an exciting weekend in the NFL. As the divisional round gets underway, there's four games, four winners. Then they will battle it out to see who goes to the Super Bowl. And one of the big favorites has revealed one of their secrets to staying focused and energized and winning. The Baltimore Ravens, who Bye -bye! have been killing it lately say that Uncrustables are keeping them going and going strong and that they eat roughly 30 to 60 Uncrustables per day, which adds up to about 7,500 Uncrustables per season. Damn. And I think that these guys are onto something because 
I have a few friends who are on the Uncrustable, like adults, adults who don't have kids and have Uncrustables regularly in their home. My friends, like, I'll put it in my golf bag. It's the perfect snack when I'm on the course. I mean, people love an Uncrustable, and everyone loves a good peanut butter and jelly sandwich, in my opinion. But I remember buying them for my kid once, and he wouldn't eat them, and we ate them. We were, like, demolished yeah, those they're things. They're better than a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah. I don't know what they do, but it is... They, I, I, never... I think more adults are eating Uncrustables than children. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We had um, some band we did something with at K-Rock, and the only thing they asked to have in their dressing room was Uncrustables. Really? They wanted a bunch of Uncrustables. And I think they brought their own as well just to make sure they had them. Like, God, I think that I they're... could go for an Uncrustable right now. Sounds delicious. Isn't it? really it? does. I think that's the other thing is that it's such a perfect little snack for an adult. It's like, you know, you can take it or leave it. Anyway, everyone has room for an Uncrustable. Yeah, the one problem is they don't do a great job on singeing together the, uh, you know, they kind of create that little pocket. Sometimes I bite into it and it shoots out all over me, the well, other side. you bite it probably too hard and fast. Well, I'm a, like, look, you know what? If I'm eating an Uncrustable alley, I am ravenous. <laughs> I'm not sitting around with a fork and knife on that thing. All right, if you are into true crime um, at all, one of the most famous cases that's ever been covered in the state of California is the Scott Peterson case. If you don't know, he was found guilty of killing his pregnant wife after she turned up in the bay, right where he keeps his boat. There was plenty of evidence. He's currently spending his life in prison. This all happened in tw 2002, by the way. So now, 22 years later, the LA Innocence Project is taking on Scott Peterson's case, and they claim that they have new evidence involving an orange van that can prove his innocence once and for all and get him exonerated. Let me tell you, a van is only going to prove guilt. If a van is involved, it means guilt. But they have No van is going to prove innocent. No, 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 no. They, but they think that this van it belongs to some other guilty party oh, right. and that it's okay. proving as as, that he's innocent. As long as we know the person with the van definitely did something wrong, then Look, we can all agree. If you've seen any Peterson, Lacey Peterson, Scott Peterson documentary, they have gone down this road before because there was a break-in on the street. Uh, I think a few days before the murder happened and there was this van was spotted somewhere in the area. So they think that it was this person in this van. But there is so much evidence that Scott, Scott Peterson is so guilty. He's right. one of the most guilty... Like, we don't need to keep talking about it. The he, guy's already been convicted. Yeah, and, and I know you're not supposed to judge someone based on just how they look. Oh, my God. This guy is guilty. But he he is the face of guilt. Even the all the lying and right. the affair that he had. And then he was at his wife's... His... What... Dead wife's vigil, making secret phone calls to the girlfriend at the time, being like, "Yeah, I'm in Europe right now. Everything's going great." Like, I, guilty people don't do that. So stop it, Innocence Project. Take out another case. We kick off a brand new hour of the show right now. I just wanted to say hi. Hold on one second. We'll get to your call in a second. Let's uh, kick off the show now, and then we'll uh, pick up this. This is the world famous K Rock. On a Friday morning here, the world-famous K-Rock, later this morning, Sum 41 will be joining us on the show. Tickets will go on sale for their Southern California show. We'll get you tickets to that show right before those tickets go on sale and put you on a standby list so you can travel to Paris and see them at a sold-out venue. I think the largest music venue in all of Europe, is that right? That show that's happening in Paris with them? Something yeah, massive. So it is. We'll, it's we'll, the biggest, yeah, biggest venue in, in Europe. That's all coming up. I'm sorry to cut you off earlier on the phones. We love the interaction. 800-520-1067. What's going on? Because I'm really a fan. How old are you? I'm 12. This is like that show we're watching. She's probably 35. Yeah. <laughs> See, only a 35-year-old would find that funny, Allie, not a 12-year-old. <laughs> okay. You can vote and everything, I can't you? I've been listening to it because my dad showed me it when 
We've been listening to it every single morning. Well, your dad is a good man. It's very important that you educate the next generation yeah. with good content mm -hmm. in the morning, and that means that you will be a listener of ours, hopefully for your entire life. Yeah. What is something that you've learned from listening to us? Uh, very pointless stuff, but good. <laughs> yep, that's the right show. All right, thank you for making us feel great about ourselves. Have a wonderful weekend, and thanks for calling. You as well. Bye. Right. And tell your dad he's a good person. All right. Youth is kind of overrated, Allie, right? Let's be honest. Yeah, I would agree with that. You don't realize the things you'll learn from this show until 20 years from now, and all of a sudden you'll be like, that's what they were talking that about. That shaped Ought my childhood. Yeah. Now I get it. we got a lot to get to this hour on the show. Love the interaction. 800-520-1067 for you to call, text, and or join what we got. Man, there's a lot of comments about Uncrustables. Uncrustables, I eat them almost every single day. They're the best pre-workout meal ever. 805 said now there are multiple flavors of Uncrustables. What other flavors could there be? It's PB&J. Uh, they do have taco Uncrustables. <laughs> what? Yeah, and they also have... For people who are higher. Even higher. The... <laughs> yeah, if you're too high. Yeah, if you go you're to the not store. high enough. And also uh, they have grape, obviously, standard, but then they also have strawberry. Oh, so you got I know that people as get well. precious about the flavor of jelly on a perfect PB&J. So, uh, well, you, uh, if, you, if you're an Uncrossable fan, you found your show. Let's uh, get into this hour with some Gorillas de la Soul, and then we will... Uh, I don't know. Is this the hour? Are we having that doctor on to deal with Jake's hoarding or no? Is that coming up this oh, hour? Oh, yeah. I think that is this hour. Jake, we've got a guy that's an expert at all things hoarding. I'm I think he's, fine. He's on that show, Hoarders. And I'm not a hoarder. Well, he's going to tell you if you are once and for all. So that's coming up and much more this hour on K-Rock. Here we go. K-Rock, it's Klein Alley Show. I do not like this time of the week because it means the box of shame has been brought into the K-Rock studios. And the box of shame is full of all of our deepest, darkest, most shameful stories secrets and things you think about your own life do a little self-evaluation for a moment you've got some things that happened to you maybe in vegas or in college or while you were drinking or fighting whatever and you feel ashamed about them and you hope that they never get brought up again you definitely don't want to share them with a large group of people and for some dumb reason the box of shame was started here many years ago whenever we do something shameful in our lives we put it in there we hope it never gets pulled out and read publicly but when it does we must defend ourselves and our shameful actions we've learned a lot about each other yeah, like Klein stole sandwiches from homeless people. I made sandwiches at a sandwich-making bar, did not realize it was to for the homeless. They didn't advertise that up front, or I guess maybe they said they sent an email about it. I didn't read the email. <laughs> so I thought it was just like a fun little thing they were doing at this. That's all make sandwiches and then eat them. Yeah. That's what you thought. <laughs> yeah, that's, they had giant, that's what you thought the event was. They had giant tubs of peanut butter and jelly. Oh, man. And everyone we got to get a peanut butter and jelly in here. Everyone was making them. And by the way, it, I didn't even know I wasn't supposed to eat it until they made the announcement in front of the whole room. <laughs> Can you please not eat the sandwiches? They're for the homeless. <laughs> and I had a mouthful of sandwich. <laughs> and we're standing at a place where a lot of people were looking at me. Right. But we're not going to judge you because it was box of shame. Thank you. Yeah. You want me to talk about the time you... Crapped in the street and picked it up with a dog bag, Allie? Uh, that was in an alleyway, and so, yeah, I do feel shame about that, but you know what? I picked it up. The irresponsible <laughs> cell phone. It's time just for want to tell the uh, box of shame. Curb your go. alleys, everyone. Here we go. The box. Oh, what's in the box? Of shame. I got it. Shame. 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 All right, this person... Not my handwriting, happy to say. Because I can actually read it. That's how I know it's not mine. Oh. This person 
Oh my god. I feel like I know who this is. Really? This person knocked over a child at Disneyland. Oh my god. I don't think I've ever done that. Made the child cry. Oh. Not me. It's not you, Klein? Oh, I thought it was you. It's not you? No. I thought not this me. was your writing. Not me. No, definitely not me. Maybe Johnny or Vanessa? I don't think Omar, that wouldn't be you, would it? Listen. Oh Vanessa. no. <laughs> knocked over a child and made her cry? You know, it's funny that was... Omar's shameful stories always involve knocking people over. He Mary punched the homeless guy one time about the quarter. He I didn't no punch him. About the quarter. He knocked over the uh, security guard when he stole the shoes from Mervyn's or whatever. And then he got into a fight with a guy at a DJ thing, didn't you? Oh yeah, he knocked he over a table. Oh, yeah, I flipped, did do that. Table. I flipped over a table. Every one of yeah. his stories, he's knocking something Man, over. You're kicking ass over there. Gravity yeah. is your friend, Omar. What this happened? One, this one was an accident. She so, had a go. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, went to Disneyland, I don't know, a couple weeks ago. And, you know, typical dad, I want to be prepared. So I have this huge backpack on with water, oh. snacks for the kids, and also oh, uh, sweaters. And it is a pretty, it's packed, okay? Is so it one of those like ones that's big... like, it comes out like three or four feet, and then it's yeah, got like it's... all the sweaters dangling from it, like you've clipped them all on, like you're... No, uh... all the sweaters are in there. Oh, yeah. okay. So it's like, it, it's like, but it's pretty solid. I've seen these it's people solid. at Disneyland, and I think to myself... They, it they, looks they, like they're going backpacking. Yeah, it looks like they're climbing Everest. Yeah. And you go like, uh, <laughs> that's the Matterhorn, that's not Everest over there. You yeah. don't have yeah. to actually use any gear, but they bring like almost like luggage, like they wouldn't even be allowed on the airplane with it, it's so exactly. big. Exactly, okay. I like to be prepared. And also, like, you know, it, it, some snacks, they do alleviate the cost, right? So I like to, I like to have a lot of stuff, you know, on me, waters and, and so forth. Uh, so we're in line at Pirates of the Caribbean, or my, my family's in line at Pirates of the Caribbean. And I was out actually getting churro for the kids. Because <laughs> yeah, right. uh, they didn't want any of the lame snacks. You <laughs> exactly. They didn't want the bananas. Ah, you brought bananas. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, yeah, I brought uh, bananas. Those, like, don't last <laughs> in a backpack for more than five yeah. minutes. And by the way, good luck walking by the churro cart at Disney and be like, don't worry, I got saltines in here. I got bananas. Yeah. Yeah, like, whatever, Dad, you They're suck. Like, go get the churro. Yeah. So the kids are in line and my wife's in line at the Pirates of the Caribbean. And uh, the move, the line moves a lot faster than I had thought. So I had to ask the little Disneyland person, hey, can I uh, bypass the line, you know, and unhi unhitch, you know, the, uh, the chain there? And they're all like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. So I do that move once, and, and uh, no harm, no foul. And then I get to where the line actually is, and I do that move, and I pull the chain out, and I'm trying to get into the line, and I really abruptly, like, make a turn and I just send this girl flying oh, and <laughs> into the crowd on the ground and uh, she starts like, just bawling and everybody's like looking at me like what the hell are you doing man I mean and, those uh, turns too when you turn with a backpack like that oh. at that velocity I mean you yeah. really can knock somebody out sure. those things yeah, and you were totally, probably turning dude. right around so you could rebuckle the thing exactly yeah. that's exactly what I was doing and you're trying to be on you're trying to be on in Conspicuous because you're yes. doing the whole like cutting the line thing. How old was the girl you killed, Omar? <laughs> I didn't kill her. Oh. <laughs> she just she just fell down a little bit. Uh, she was I don't know nine ten something like that. Yeah, <laughs> cute little girl, yeah. but uh, yeah, not anymore. She, and, 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 <laughs> she was. <cute>. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So then, and then the entire time she was like, oh, "We're in line." She like side eye, you know, giving me the side eye the entire time, man. <laughs> you didn't have to deal. I was just like, 
You don't have to deal with the angry parents that are like... No, no, no. I mean, the the, the parents um, understood. She was actually... Uh, she When she fell, she's like, Jesus, man! And then she started falling. She said, falling. Jesus, man? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. here we go. Let's just keep track now. Omar is undefeated. He's a, he got a great record going. It's Omar beat the table. He beat the uh, the bum. He beat the security <laughs> guard at the, the mall. The and now he beat a seven-year-old girl. So yeah. congratulations. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. J-Rock, it's Klein Alley show on a Friday morning. And someone we believe around here is a hoarder. So let's get an expert on. Uh, this guy is a doctor, correct? That's it. I go by that too, but I'm not real. I may, I'm not actually a doctor, unfortunately. That's all right. I'll, I'll call you doctor if you like. Oh, Whoa, thank is you. it that easy? Yeah, I want doctor too. No, nope, sorry. Turn, turns out it is that easy. Yeah. Allie can be a nurse. She's a lady. Let's <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to it. That, I take that back. That, I don't stand Ouch. by that statement. All right, let's get to it because we're dealing with, we believe someone working here on our show is an actual hoarder. A you, secret yeah. hoarder. A secret hoarder. They don't know a they're a hoarder. hoarder. Most hoarders don't know they're a hoarder, right? I mean, they, they kind of come up with excuses as to what they're doing and they consider it, quote, collecting. Isn't that true? Well, it really varies. We see a lot of people with hoarding disorder, and I think some of them know they have hoarding disorder, and they come in saying, look, I got this problem, I need it treated. And then there's this other group of people who make these kind of excuses or, or attribute it to something else or don't quite understand what all the fuss is about, and, and they're, often they're brought in with their arm behind their twisted behind their back by a loved one um, who really can see the problem better. So I think there's a range of insights. Some people are very aware, some people are not so aware. We have a guy we're going to bring in in a moment into our studio. We call him Jake the Nerd. He's got things that he also says, like rocks and pebble. Allie, what are some of the dumb things he has? Uh, well, I mean, I think he legit has roadkill in his collection. But but he's mm. also a, a guy who <laughs> likes oddities, right? Mm -hmm. And he'll kind of spend money on, you know, like, here's a weird taxidermied snake in a jar. Mm -hmm. and he thinks it's mm -hmm. so fun and cool. But then he moved in with his girlfriend, and his girlfriend was kind of like, hey, you got to get rid of some of this stuff. And sure. it, I think, you know, Based on what I was reading about you, one of the biggest indications that you could be a hoarder is if you have a really, really hard time letting go of some of this, quote, crap. You got it. I mean, that is the hallmark symptom of, of uh, hoarding. And, and, and it is important because you can't just look at a cluttered house and assume that that's because of hoarding disorder. Because as you're kind of uh, mentioning here, there's all kinds of reasons why a person might have a whole bunch of stuff. They may just be enthusiastic and like weird stuff. They could be too depressed. They could be too busy. They could be too this, too that. So we don't really start calling it hoarding disorder unless we see that throwing things away is just painful for the person, that mm -hmm. letting go is, is what they just can't do. Can we just say, uh, get your professional opinion, that anyone who's collecting something that they don't want their wife or girlfriend to throw out, they have a right to keep at least a box of stuff? Well, I don't want to get into that relationship, but I will no, say you don't. we don't necessarily <laughs> want to call it hoarding, right? I mean, it, it's not really hoarding until you, A, can't really throw much of anything away and you're hanging on to not just one thing, but like a lot of stuff. And the clutter has gotten to the point, and this piece is important, where you can't use your living spaces for their intended function. Ah. So you've got this piece of stuff, whatever, in your kitchen, that's fine, but I would ask you, does your kitchen still function as a kitchen? Can you still cook a meal in there? If the answer is yes, then we may not be talking about hoarding. I'd say maybe that's a clinical issue. David Tolan is on with us now, K-Rock, Director, Anxiety Disorder Center. He knows all about hoarding, so let's bring in who we believe is... A hoarder uh, entering yeah, the studio Yeah, maybe this now. doctor can kind of diagnose whether or not Jake is a hoarding uh, case. Hey, hello. 
Sound like a hoarder? The nerd. Have you already diagnosed? Yeah, I've already made my diagnosis. We're good. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. You knew it. All right, thanks, Jake, for stopping by. Get out of here. doctor. So, Jake the Nerd, I understand that we're supposed to discuss whether whether there's a hoarding issue here. What what do you think? I don't think so at all. Okay, tell me why you don't think so. Well, because I think they, these things are valuable. They have value. I'm not a hoarder. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not collecting trash. Okay. So what what kinds of things are you collecting? Tell me a little bit about that. I rare stones and mm-hmm. crystals could be and, and specimens. Specimens yeah. from the natural world. I have like you know taxidermy, uh, a rattlesnake. I have a, a frog. Um, old a lot of old toys. All these are dead, by I the way, a, doctor. Those are all dead. All I, right. have, I have uh, you know I have uh, butterflies and frames. I yeah. have uh, lots of vintage toys from the seventies and eighties. Oh, calm down, Jake. <laughs> We, I he got cl- more rocks. He has taken. He's taken a lot of this stuff. I got some wood from the mountain. Hold from on, my favorite mountain. Hold I think I get it, Jake. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. No, Jake, you hold on. Wait, wait, we, wait. We've we've asked Jake to bring a lot of this stuff to a local pawn shop to get there uh-huh. uh, to see if there's any real value here. And to, what happened? To date, there has been zero dollars offered for any of this stuff. Okay, but they so, told me I could go to other places and they might buy it. Yeah, like the dumb. But so they might. So they might. But it's worth noting, right, that Jake, you're, you view these things as very valuable, and at least one other person has looked at these and said they weren't. I'm not saying who's right or wrong. I think it's just worth said, noticing that, right? Just because they didn't want to buy it doesn't mean they're not valuable. They said I could probably get some yeah. money from somewhere else. So, so doctor, maybe, he's getting very maybe. defensive. Does that tell you something? It, it might. It might. I mean, right, again, that doesn't necessarily mean hoarding. It just means you know he, he's he's doesn't he's got some pretty strong opinions about this. But, Jake, let me ask a couple questions, if you don't mind. For starters, when you do have to let stuff go, how does that feel to you? I mean, what what happens? Is it easy? Is it hard? It's sad. It's sad? Yeah. Okay. What kinds of things does it make you sad to get rid of? All the stuff. All the stuff. My wood, my rocks. Yeah, my friends. Not his virginity. (laughs) He's holding on to that. (laughs) So you feel really attached to this stuff, it sounds like. Well, there's some stuff I can give away. Like last night, I spent like five hours sorting Magic the Gathering cards. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. You should not tell people that. And, and I'm gonna. Oh my god! I'm gonna give away away like a, a bunch of boxes of it to the to the local shop that they can like give out to kids or whatever and ruin their lives too. <laughs> and 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 you're fine with that, Jake? You can let that stuff go. Totally fine with it. Okay. Now let me ask a little bit of. Let me ask a little bit about the. You want to keep the box? Okay. Yeah, I think the I'm, box I'm has value. I'm trying to sell the box. <laughs> yeah, I hear, all right, I'm hearing that. That's not lost on me. Jake, let me ask you about your house. Um, uh-huh. Is there so much stuff? I understand you got a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering, is there so much stuff in there that it's hard for you to use the living spaces in the way they were originally intended? Let's talk or, about your previous Yeah, don't, yeah, because he just moved in with his girlfriend who has a natural house, house. No problem. Uh, his, so he hasn't had a chance to clutter it up yet. No, yeah, okay, let's, let's talk about the last place. But the last place. Yeah, we looked at his, a video of his last place before he moved out, and let me tell yeah. you, it looked like it would not have... Well, that was inhabitable. Yeah, it was a wreck mm. because I was trying to get everything out. Then it was crazy, but that's because I was. Dude, the walls were bl- like like black with. That uh, wasn't my fault. Mold or something. No, that was okay. uh, that was uh, like stuff from candles. Okay, so let me ask Jake: in in your previous house, could you in fact like uh, cook in your kitchen without having to move stuff? Oh, I had to move like a, a, a the dead cat. No, I had not dead cat. You know the pan. I, I moved the pan over to to cook. No, but okay. like you had access to your refrigerator, it wasn't blocked or, or there's your not stove. like Magic the Gathering cards in your stove yeah. and stuff. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. How about in your bedroom? I mean, could you sleep in your bed, or was there clutter on the bed, too? No, I sleep in my bed all the time. I stay in my okay. bed. I nap every day. And you can walk through the house, no problem? Are there, are there like, paths through the clutter that you have to use, or can you walk anywhere you path. want? 
Yeah, I, I blaze a trail. Ah! Okay, so there's a path through the clutter. So it, so it sounds like you can't walk freely through the house. You have to stick <laughs> well, to the I'm path. Well, I'm, do, I'm not doing dances, but you yeah, can walk yeah. around. People can get to place to place. Now, let me ask the, the kind of the, the final question about this, Jake. Is, is this enough that it's causing any problems for you in your life? That is, your social life, your work life, my, yeah, romantic my, life. Yeah, my coworkers are making fun of me for clicking Yeah, cool I stuff. hear that. I hear that. <laughs> well, his girlfriend will also not sleep in the same bed with him. Yeah. And uh, she's told him to get rid of most of the stuff. And well, and he's brought it to our workspace, Doctor. Right. So now he's got his works. His office is full of a lot more clutter but because he office? couldn't have it in his new living Jay, space. Can I ask you one question that this guy's too too professional Wait. to ask you? What? Yeah. How many dead animals do you currently have in your office? And in I inc I include insects as well. Insects and oh, animals man. with in insects. I don't even know. There's a bunch. Uh, <laughs> I mean, is okay, that fine, without insects. <laughs> Can we just say guilty, Doc, and move on? I mean, what do we have to do here? Yeah, what do you think? Well, I, I think that there's probably a hoarding spectrum, and Jake the Nerd, I think you're on that spectrum. I'm on the um, spectrum? I think you're on that spectrum, right? <laughs> Pull that Not the spectrum. I think you're on a hoarding spectrum, right? right. Which is, uh, I think you are somewhere in that ballpark. All I, right, I think from... what, what I'd want to know a little bit more about to really nail it and we don't have to get into it right now is just how much damage this is doing to your life it may be a little bit it may be a lot it may be none at all well i think it the enhances main, my life i think it's doing financial damage to you well and that's and that's worth noting i that's don't have any noting. money anyway because yeah. you spend it on you this spend garbage. It on dead no, rattlesnakes. No, that's yeah, so, money. That was a gift. So what I'm, so what I'm hearing is you, you got a lot of Christmas. stuff. You feel very enthusiastic about it, but it's enough that you can't walk freely through your home. <laughs> yes, and I it's very hard to let go of the stuff. And it's causing problems with other people, and it's causing some, some financial issues. That seems to it's check all the boxes. because my coworkers are jerks. All right. Hey, uh, David Tolan, great, greatly appreciate your time. We'll have to have you back in the future when we uh, find other things about Jake that we need to uh, intervene on. Anytime. And, Jake, good luck. It's K-Rock. We are Clown Alley Show. We did officially just diagnose Jake as a hoarder, and a lot of people on the text line are saying, wait a minute, I think I'm a hoarder, or I live with a hoarder as well. Mm -hmm. But no one hoards worse things than Jake the Nerd. Let's all agree. 626 said, I work for a storage company, and some hoarder guy filled one of our units, uh, units with uniquely shaped rocks and spent almost $10,000 to keep the rocks at our warehouse. Yep. So they... I think Jake is on his way to something oh, yeah. like that if he doesn't make a change now. Oh, you want those rocks? Starts with pebbles, <laughs> ends up with boulders. I mean, that's not what you should yeah, take from that story. Guys, the big news today in the world of NFL football and live music is they have announced who will be singing the national anthem at the Super Bowl. And Reba McIntyre. Reba. And, and this is so frustrating because like, we had a conversation earlier this week about how I am just not on board with anything country and everyone's making the claim around here that you got to have at least one country song that you like. At least one. I don't think you have to. I think everyone just does. I think even people who never had a country phase, who don't even like country music, there's one song that will get them going. Everyone has brought in one song that they feel will officially turn me into a fan of country. And I say... Or that it can just be your one song, Klein. It, and I, I tell you over and over again, this ain't happening. Like, I'm not opposed to it, but whenever I hear... And, and, and I should like country in the sense of... I like the songs that are a lot about drinking and making steaks. And, and just the open road. Being like a man and all that stuff and having a failed marriage. Having I Having barbecue sauce on your blue jeans. Yeah, like I get all that. Like they're speaking my language, kind of. But I would, I would receive that message so much better in any other genre form. In hip-hop, I'd receive it better. 
Is it the trance. instruments like the? It's whatever that noise. It's whatever that. It? Yeah, it's that twangy stuff. I just don't. It's that noise that whatever that thing that Vanessa was telling me to listen to earlier that just. <laughs> Sent me this thing. Uh, hold on, let me see. Is this the one? We've all got ours. Uh, for yeah, this, you, but so a lot of the newer through. stuff isn't like that. Yeah, it's true. Well, all right. Well, I'll, and then you got some. Some's like remember Old Town Road was with Lil Nas X. That was kind of like yeah. a country mashup. This this one. Uh, I'm telling you. Out. I'm out. So out. Don't want to hear it ever again. And I don't even know what happens with that. And I get it. That P, I know it's the most popular. I think it's the most popular type of music in the world or something. It's country. It is? I think I just, so. I just remembered about this one. What do you think about this song? Yes. You know what it sounds, it sounds like to me? It's, it's the, what you ate yesterday. I'm going to tell you what yeah. it sounds like. It sounds like a great diet plan is what it sounds like. It's my, it's my 2024 cleanse. Isn't this in an Applebee's commercial? It's, uh, that, it might be, yeah. That sounds to me like a bunch of hillbillies at a karaoke night trying to do a cover of like a Run DMC song. Is mm. a, I don't huh. get it. I don't like when people try to countrify things. I, I, right, right. I don't even like country fried steak. And, right. I, li and I like steak well, in general. Well, yeah, I, I can understand that. But do you like when, say, a pop artist or a rock artist will cover a country song? Mm, like if it's no. trans... Oh. I don't think I like that either. Okay. Hold on, let me go through these. So this, what was Vanessa... This, Vanessa, what was that this, song This is uh, Keith Urban. Oh. I'm telling you. I love picturing Vanessa singing this loud in her car on the way home, it, thinking she's doing a country what accent. Is, Vanessa, what does that make you feel? Does that make you feel like uh, sad or happy or what? Uh, it does. It's a sad song, but it doesn't make me feel sad. It makes me feel like... Oh, I guess I'm in my feels. I'm closing my eyes. I'm singing my little heart out. Aww. Hold on. Someone brought this one in for me. This is a segment called Klein Likes Country. But I don't, but you're trying to make me like country. And here's the song from, uh, who is this? Uh, you, you Can Have the Crown. I picked that one. Oh, God. <laughs> Good. I don't think this is the one that's going to turn you, but... I'm out now. I'm I love out it. now. Yeah. If I walk into a bar and that's playing, I immediately walk right out. <laughs> I, I, I don't even. I don't even get it. Your ass kick, boy. I picture Jake dancing to this in a bar, drunk with his dog. Jake, I want. You really like this one? I love Sturgill. Sing real sad and all the They call you King Turd? What is this called? That's a perfect song for you. You are King Turd. <laughs> Thank you. Jake's song. Jake's like, wow. All right, hold on. This uh, is, uh, Johnny says this is the one. Now, Johnny's young and cool, and he says this is the coolest country song on the world in the world. The first mention is Chevy, I'm out. And I'll tell you, <laughs> this guy even said four seconds he's into Chevy already. Yeah, well, it's yeah. all Chevys and Fords. I, and I, I just have no, I have no tolerance for this. This 
is like the flyover state anthem. Doesn't that want to make you like walk through Walmart in like sandals no. and like <laughs> no, like beat somebody up or something? No. I mean, what? kind of. It, it, I'm with it. It does, bro. <laughs> it does not. Allie likes it because she's is a Walmart eight. I get to flip flops and beat someone up. Jake, you really like? I mean, Johnny, you really like that song, or you just thought I would like it? No, I hate country with a passion. Yeah. Oh, you I mean, do like, too. Okay, good. But you like this song as a joke. It is a good meme song. It's very comical. Yeah, uh, because the okay. lyrics are ridiculous. But, but, but once again, we're not going for funny here. I didn't think we we're going for funny. You guys are trying to. I can't find the one. Here. You, oh, here's. Hold on. Which one did I? Mine bring? is a great country song. I, I gotta find this it. is a song that I put on every time I start getting that buzz. When my buzz kicks in, Ugh, this is a song I put on, and I do my little two-step, and I mime having a tiny hat, and I go up and down, up and down. Right, this Bang. is one, one Allie brought it. No. <laughs> also a good song, though. This is not country, but I like this That's one. That's Tattoo. Uh, yeah. I'm a lesbian, I'm a lesbian, I'm a lesbian. That one I like. I, I can get behind that. I like the message there. Hey, Brandy Carlisle, great country lesbian. I got to find yours, Allie. I can't find it here. I'll I think play I, it. I, I think I put it. it in the trash. It's I, not in the trash. I, I see it right here. What's it called? I've got it right here. Just Hold let on. me play This is it. the one Allie thinks I'm going to like. Working no one likes this. Yes, they do. This song is a classic. I know you can't say bad things about Dolly Parton. You, you go can't. To hell, but she's not, amazing. She's got a good rack and all, but uh, this is... <laughs> That's yeah. weird. Yeah. <laughs> you think an 80-year-old woman? No, she's had it forever. Sure I mean, when she performed at that Cowboys game, I forget what David. was like Thanksgiving weekend. I mean, she's oh, a yeah. hit. All right, Everyone whatever. loves her. I get it. She's like a, at this point, she's like a cartoon, I think. David? <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's up? Hey, how you doing? Yo, what are you calling for? You gotta check out Jelly Roll. I'm sitting across from her. I'm checking <laughs> her out right now. Checking her out every day. I see her. Jelly Roll. Uh, I'm a lesbian. Who's this? Ed? What's up? Hey, you gotta check out Tennessee Whiskey. Uh, nope. Nope. Yeah, a lot I of people like that. I don't like Chris Stapleton. Yes, Chris Stapleton. Oh, they just announced for that New Orleans Jazz Festival. This, with is, rolling, with this is what Omar said I should like. And I fell in. That's uh, Johnny Cash. I don't even. Another, I don't, cr- another yeah. classic. All right, I'll accept that. Fine. Omar. We brought you That's Dolly Parton and Johnny Cash. Fine. Johnny Those Cash. Are- Johnny Cash. I consider. Johnny Cash. I consider cool. He's not even really country. But. Do, uh, just because about? Johnny Cash is a famous country singer, does that mean you actually like this song? This I like. Really? Yeah, this I think I like. Like, you would you dance to it or bop to it? If Johnny Cash had the rack of Dolly Parton, ah! we'd be honest. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's find out what's going on in the world together with your ADD News and get you on a standby boarding list so you can travel to Paris, see Sum 41, that very band. Sum 41, tickets go on sale for their Southern California show happening October 3rd, YouTube Theater at 10 a.m. this morning. We'll get you some tickets in about five minutes and... Then uh, the band will be joining us later this hour, or coming up uh, next hour here on K-Rock. Uh, people are all heated about this country thing. We don't have time to get into it now, but Randy, I'll let you have the final word on this. Randy? And then, and then we've what got we to we move on. What's up, Randy? Yeah, the only cool country song is the one where the dude says, I want a house with a bathroom big enough to play baseball. In. Now, that's Nickelback. <laughs> uh, uh, this is, if that's the best <laughs> argument you can make, then I think I win this round. I want a okay. bathroom big enough to all right, play It's all just so stupid. Which, again, though, you make a good point, Klein. You would love that. Uh, in, th- in real life, I would love playing baseball in a bathroom. I absolutely would. It's the one thing that I think would bring Omar on board with the whole uh, baseball thing, because yeah. he's not a fan. Let's get to your news, though, and then we'll give away some tickets. Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD News. Oh, wait. You mean this isn't a true crime podcast? I'm out. 
All right, so the Super Bowl is less than a month away at this point. Of course, we don't know the teams that are playing, but we will know that in a couple of weeks. We do know that it will be in Vegas at the new Allegiant Stadium. It's a beautiful stadium. should be really good. We know that Usher will perform the halftime show, and here are a few more things we know. We already talked about Grammy winner Reba McIntyre singing the national anthem. Post Malone will be performing America the Beautiful. Andre Day will sing Lift Every Voice. We also know that Rob Gronkowski will be hosting a Super Bowl Gronk Beach Party in Vegas just ahead of the Super Bowl. And that Tom Brady will do a Super Bowl commercial for Bet MGM with Vince Vaughn and Wayne Gretzky. And I, I don't know if they did this last year, but they're starting to release teaser trailers for the commercials. Yeah, like there was like a 10 to 15 second teaser for right. the commercial yeah, that's like, hey, I'm Vince Vaughn, and we're going to be doing a commercial at the Last, at last the year, Super Bowl. there was that commercial where the celebrities were stuck inside the refrigerator. I think, I don't even know if it was four mayonnaise maybe oh, or something. Oh, yeah, but that they, one was terrible. They started doing this teasers like right around now. They're like, why is... You know, yeah, why, why is like Jason Mraz or right, Why is Jason Momoa stuck in a refrigerator? Yeah. Find out Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> you know, like, all right, it's for man. Like, I understand. Jason there were Mraz? Trailers. Is that what you said? I Jason Mraz? <laughs> Well, I don't think there's a lot of demand for Jason Mraz in a Super Bowl commercial. My A-listers are different than yours. Jeez, I Allie's, learn this every week. Allie's Mount Rushmore of celebrity right now includes Joshua Jackson and Jason Mraz. <laughs> yeah, the kid from Boy, Boy Meets World. Too. Oh, yeah, right. Ryder Strong. And the kid from Boy yeah. Meets World. Yeah, Boy Meets World. He's great. And I think also kid from Kid and Play because she tells that story oh, repeatedly. Yeah. I gave him a lift ride. Those are her it four. It was one of my first passengers. In your world, are those the four biggest celebrities that's on the planet? Them. Yep, that's my Mount <laughs> oh, Rushmore. Wow. Your A-list hits a little different. No, but like when they had trailers, it was the trailers themselves were short. It was like a minute, minute and a half, and it really didn't reveal that much about the movie you're going to see. Then the trailers got so long and so big that it was like two and a half, three minutes. By the end of the trailer, you know most of what happened in the movie. Sure. Then they're like, well, the trailer's too meaty. We can't just release a trailer, so let's release a teaser for the trailer. Now they're like, we have a commercial that's 30 seconds, but we can't give the whole commercial away. Let's release a teaser. Are for like I'm done being teased. One of my best ideas ever is a movie theater that just shows trailers. Yeah. No movie, but an hour, two hours of trailers, and you get to eat the popcorn. You get like 20 movies in one. Yeah, you get all because some of those trailers are. You're absolutely right. They're every trailer's great. Well, Not sometimes every like great. two minutes in, I'm like, okay, stop, stop. I, I can't watch more of this trailer because I want to watch the movie. And I, I don't want to know everything that happens. For the way my brain works, that's all I need. I could enjoy that. Yeah. I, could say, I would pay it, I'd buy a ticket to sit there and watch three hours of trailers. <laughs> I would. That's sad. All right. By now, statistics say that you have given up on your New Year's resolution. In fact, 25% of people give up after the first week of their resolution. But now, here are some tips being released by professionals on how to get back on track with your New Year's resolution. The main tip is, if you're failing, it's not you that's a failure. It's your resolution that's a failure. False. If you can't keep your resolution, you didn't pick a good one in the first place, and the resolution itself sucks. This is the problem with babying society, is that the, you failed. Your resolution no, didn't fail. You... I didn't go to the gym, Allie. I ate, I ate three pizzas. <laughs> okay, that's on me. I get it. I know it. Yeah, but the point that these experts are making is that it's not, 
you're not a failure. It's the fact that you chose an unrealistic resolution yeah, that you never wanted to course. do in the first place. You're, and that is So true. if you're going to get back on track, the experts are saying do a complete reset and pick a completely new resolution. Great. But have it be like an anti-resolution. Like, okay, eat, pizza. eat one pizza a day. All right. Well, that's versus something. three pizzas a day. I can go day, with that. And that's something that's going to help you. But then, then what's the idea? It's like if you go to the gym and you're not sore the next day, you didn't really work out. So I can go no, to the gym. No, that's not true. But it is true. No. Well, listen, I've gone to the gym. No one notices me. I'm still putting on weight, and it's not muscle. Because you're going once every three months. I wish that often. <laughs> this is the world-famous K-Rock. On a Friday morning, final hour of the show. It's going to be a good one for you and yours. Some 41 joins us. And let's give away some tickets right now to see them, not only right here in Southern California, but potentially again in Paris, France. Or as someone had said earlier this week, Wee wee bitches or something. What did that guy say? Wee wee bitch, yeah. Wee wee bitch. Wee wee baby. Oh, wee wee baby. Oh, that's right. Thank you. Yes. That's the audio sniper for you. I'm Klein. There's Allie. Got Jake the Nerd back there, the Sir. hoarder. Postmaster Johnny taking them calls. Vanessa will be picking some football games this hour. And uh, the actual audio sniper known as DJ Omar Khan. Hey, hey. He is holding his end of the bargain up by not touching himself. Wow. And that's out of context, that's real creepy. Yeah, if you don't know what we're talking about, then you'll have to dig deep into this show, listen to some old podcasts. You'll get all caught up. This hour, we got a lot to get into. We start by making you a winner. Uh, let's give you this song, come back and pick up caller 20 in a moment. And Allie. Yeah. Well, we'll save it. We'll leave that as a surprise. Oh. Another surprise. Another? Jason Moranis is stopping by. <laughs> Stop it. Okay, Shut right. up. Ready to pick some football winners, Vanessa? I know you are. Let's do it. All right. Before we do that, let's make someone on the phone a winner. And then we'll let you know what you should be gambling on this weekend. If you're keeping track in this playoff wild, super wild car weekend that was last weekend, I got four out of six games predicted correctly. Just really some good. Big upsets. It actually pulled you ahead of Vanessa finally I know, on finally, the final tally. It all comes down to the end of the season. And if I somehow do worse than Vanessa, I don't know what you guys are going to do to me, but it will be humiliating and I don't have the ability to veto. Hey, uh, Nicole in Orange County, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, doing great. You're doing way better, though, because your name is being added to a standby boarding list to travel to Paris, France. <laughs> and you're going to see some 41 right here at YouTube Theater on October 3rd with our friends, The Interrupters. You've got tickets to that show. Those don't even go on sale for another hour, but you will get them right now, okay? Oh, my God. Thank you guys so much. You made my day. <laughs> Thank you, Nicole. Appreciate you. Hold on one second, and uh, okay. if you want to stick around, some 41 will be joining us later this morning, so you can actually okay. hear from Derek, and I'll let him know how happy you are that you'll get to see them here and potentially again in Paris. All right. Uh, Allie, mm -hmm. you're a Niners fan. I know that. Yeah, you know it. I right. didn't wear my jacket today, though. I really wanted to. Because you have that mush power. In fact, yeah, we never, I don't even really want to talk about it. We honest. never even talked about the mush power that Allie has, but if you remember about two weeks ago, Allie said the band that she thinks was going to break up this year is Sublime. And two days later, <laughs> they were put on the Coachella lineup. And which, they officially announced that... Brandy Noel's yeah, son, son is, is going to be, be singing. Guy. So not only did Allie's reverse mush work, she mushed them right up there to the top of the Coachella lineup. It's unbelievable. I can mush people into success or failure. So she's saying nothing about her love of the team, but let's get to the picks. Four games, eight teams remain. Two of them will make it to the Super Bowl. This is a very exciting weekend of football. <sighs> very. 
games on Saturday and Sunday. Vanessa knows nothing at all, but that doesn't mean she can't pick winners. So here we go. I've also lost a lot of money gambling, but I should know more than she does. Uh, we start with the her favorite team, Allie, the Texans, because she likes the accent. Texans, right, Vanessa? The Texans. And the... <laughs> she's been working on that. The Baltimore Ravens, some argue. Did you do Baltimore? Uh, where's Baltimore? <laughs> you, don't, you don't know where Baltimore is? It sounds like a East City. Sound, northeast. Sounds like That's it, like East City. Okay. Not far from where you are, uh, yeah. right? Baltimore is my old stomping grounds. But okay, whatever. She doesn't know. I know you're from Cuba. You don't know where I'm from? Yep, you're right. I don't know where you're from because I'm from Cuba. <laughs> Go to game number one, Texans-Ravens. Who do you got? Honestly, I'm going to go with the Ravens this time because you already know the bird. <laughs> Excuse me, what? <laughs> I'm going to go with the Ravens because of the bird. Because you like the bird and it looks mean? Yeah. Yeah. Damn, I really thought she was going Texans. Yeah. No, Texans dude, this is how I do things. Texans how does it look? Does look, it look pretty? They look what, so what does good. it sound like? The Texans looked so good last week that I was like, hmm, but the Ravens, I think, are the best team playing right now. Yeah, they are really good. I can't, but I almost want to... All right, I'm taking the Ravens as well in that one. Oh, you pussy! I mean, that's, I already have my picks. I'm not changing them because of what she says. Let's go to... Uh, Bucks-Lions, two teams that a lot of people didn't think would be here at this point. Lions got a lot of good will heading in their general direction. The and Buccaneers then, did look very good against the Cowboys last weekend. Yeah. But that could have just been because the Cowboys defense looked horrible. Baker Mayfield, am I right, Vanessa? You're right, Sonny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Vanessa, who do you think in this one? The Detroit Lions, <laughs> the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm going to go with the Lions because what I learned on Monday is that they're the underdogs and they just won. So they probably have all this energy and they're like, yes, one more, one more. So Lions. You know, I, I personally. <laughs> and it's a lot more than one more, but still. Everything she said, I agree with. And I think that they are the sweetheart team that most people are just rooting for because, you know, Detroit, whatever. Of course. Unfortunately. The people you think they're going to lose? Yeah, they're wow. not at home. The yeah, Bucks are going to win this one. And I don't really like the Bucks either, but whatever. We go to game number three. Packers. Niners. Oof. Vanessa. Of course. OSM forever. 49ers. Mm-hmm. SF. Vanessa knows. I do. Are you going to pick the Packers? I don't know. I think Jordan loves a better quarterback than uh, Brock Purdy. What? He, I think he is. Brock Purdy's way more consistent than but Jordan not, Love. Not, last, not the last six weeks, Allie. I don't know. He's been fine. Niners They're are a good team. I think everyone's expecting the Niners are going to easily roll through this one. I think the Packers are going to put up a fight. I hate to say it. I, I, the Niners are going to win the game, I think. But I could Oh, my God. Choose. I said the Niners. Oh, she wants us to wrap it up because we're oh, right. No, no, That's I why. Wrap it up, <laughs> let everyone say, why don't you say out loud what you say in my ear all show long, Vanessa? Why don't you let people hear it? I just say rap. I don't say it how you say it. Yeah, you, trust me. It's unbelievable. She's making me seem like I'm crazy. You are. In my ear all show long, every hour, Allie, when we're running late, which we are right now, too. Wrap it up, you mother rapper. F your family. F your kids and your fish. Wrap it up. Like that. F your fish. I hear it all. 
Final game and the one that is always good. Three years running, this is always the best game of the season, I think. You got the Chiefs and you got the Bills. I've got my pick. I feel good about it. Who do you have? I have my pick and I feel good about it. The Bills. <laughs> I'm going to go, not the Chiefs, the Bills. Who's that? Nicole yelling? Nicole, Nicole, Nicole Alvarez, Alvarez yelling in the background. Uh, you got you got the Bills winning at home. I hope the Bills win, but it's gonna it's gonna be the Chiefs. I'm picking Bills winning. Okay, right. I would really right. hope it's the Bills. I do too, but you one. know what happens? This thing, this this they love this Taylor Swift storyline. They love it's all well. The and there's these two teams that had so many controversial matchups. Brittany too. Mahomes. They want to show that dumb brother dancing more. <laughs> Stupid Jackson. All right, there you go. There's your picks. All right, take a break. We'll be right back. Anything else you'd like to say, Vanessa? You feel like that's good? Because I let's I'm, go. I'd like to stall. She's saying that. Because she wants you to go to break. Yeah, wait, not until you threaten my family. I never threaten your family. Let's go. Okay, Rock Line Alley Show. About 20 minutes, give or take. Uh, Some 41 will join us to uh, let everyone know that they are on a farewell tour. And those tickets go on sale in about 30 minutes. So they'll be on just before the big on sale. Any questions you got, Some 41, get them to us. Text line. You can uh, call us in, whatever, 800-520-1067. So many people still. Hundreds of people convincing me, please, this weekend, Klein, find some time. Listen to this one country song. The song Parachute, It'll Fire Away, Savior's song. Album. A few people did Wheeler mention Walker Jr. a song that I forgot was in the country genre. But I will admit, and I don't want to be one of these guys like, I just don't like it. You know, there's old like people that are setting my, my ways and that's how it's going to be. And I'll it's never not music. But there is a country song I forgot that I'm a huge fan of. And this was sent in by a listener of the show. Look at the rack on that guy. <laughs> One, it's about two, Jake's breasts. Oh, I love yeah. it. At the K-Rock station in L.A. City, you can meet the nerd boy with the dill old bitties. He's <laughs> round and plump and awkwardly pretty. He's got world-famous man boobs. Yeehaw! The first time you see I love him, it. it can be quite a shocker. Pulls his dog to the side to show his double dill knockers. It's weird seeing such a nice pair of milk frothers hanging there on a dude. <laughs> He's got man milk kill dangles Bigger than Allie's tankles And they're nicer than Allie's Cause Allie's got wonky boobs And a wonky leg And a wonky tattoo Since we're on the topic her face kind of wonky too She doesn't wash her hands after she takes poo so She has poo fingers She doesn't know how to ride a bike And her wife cheats on her all the time So Drop on by if you're in LA City You can meet Jake the Nerd and his dill old biddies They're uncomfortably nice and make Klein real giddy Woo. For double dill man boo It's a great country It's maybe the greatest country song ever recorded Man, I, I would listen to that I all day I would love day. for you to hear that on stage somewhere I would At some festival I, listen, I, I, I will learn line dancing just for that wow, song Wow, really? I'm serious Oh, God bless you for thinking you could dance in a line Uh, well... <laughs> I thought that's where you just do a bunch of blow and then dance. Is that not a line dancing? Am I saying it right? I think that's the L.A. line dancing. Tell me if you agree or disagree with this, because as they we talked about single people earlier, but now let's flip the script on married people. That they claim, and this is women, so you're, you can defend women everywhere. Me? 50% oh. of all married women have a backup husband in mind in case things... And I'm not talking right, about... Or like, a backup partner. A backup yeah. partner. But they, they, like, and this is not like a, a fantasy thing where it's like, mm, like when I'm like, oh, Emily Rogerskowski, you know, I'm, I'm talking like a friend or a family friend or another couple they're friends with where they're like, you know what? If things go south with this one and that one, you know, whatever, you, we could make it happen. And people half have like a name on the ready. Is that crazy? Oh, They've, I know Katie's backup. It's Maddie Mulry. 
Who's that, Jason Mraz's friend? No, no, a guy that she (laughs) went to school with that her parents really wanted her to date and be with. And she had a crush on him, and I think they were interested in each other, but then they ended up getting older and and, parting ways, and then now she's a lesbian and she's with me. But I think that She already said if you die, she's going to a guy next. Yes, because she said there's no possible way she could love anyone as much as me. Yeah, but you're believing that, but that's crazy. No, it is true, and then she would go (laughs) with some guy who she doesn't really have that much of an emotional connection to, but that would just kind of give her what she needed. In life, and so Maddie Mulry fills that void of like, oh, well, this is if I was going to have the quote straight perfect lifestyle, this is the guy that I would marry. So that would be the backup. I think that guy's married and has kids now, but still. If you have a backup, you should just keep that to yourself, though. I don't think you want to publicize that. Oh no, Katie feels the need to tell me about all of it. Wouldn't most people look if I were to go home to my wife today after the show and be like, just so you know, a thing that's ever happened to you, (laughs) you know, our friend, like uh, whoever, you know, your friend Paige, she's my, I'm going to marry her. (laughs) Totally, it would be Paige. She's the best. She's hot. She is hot. <laughs> I think she's married now. So it's too well, bad. it doesn't matter these days. She's got some single friends, though. I'll keep an eye on them. <laughs> I, I got to update with a list of my wallet. She doesn't know why I keep a list of her friends in my wallet. But oh, God. One of the many reasons she loves me. I think it uh, makes sense to have a backup, though. I don't have one. Yeah, but what are the odds that actually plays out? You're just setting yourself up for more disappointment. Well, you should have a short list. That's right. It's K-Rock. K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. I can't believe it, Allie. We got to wrap it up. Wrap it up, wrap it up, wrap it up, you wrap it up. (laughs) Yeah, it is time to wrap it up, but we do have more show coming up because we have Derek from Sum 41 joining us to talk about the on sale of their farewell show right here in Los Angeles. And more importantly, it's like, uh, you know, you think about it, it's been been a band pretty much my entire, it feels like Sum 41 has been a band as long as I've been a fan of music, right? And then uh, they're, they're saying... At a weird time, they're just like, nope, that, I'm done, he said. Uh, he's Which like, is making people hungrier than ever for yes. them. And then what are they going to do with that hunger? Is it going to change their minds? We'll get That's you, what I want to We'll know. get you tickets to their shows every hour, as we've been doing all week long, and then get you on a standby boarding list. So hopefully you can go to that show that is very sold out in Paris, France. Not their final show, but for some reason, that they sold that thing out real quick. So we'll get you in there as well. Uh, so after we take this quick break, we will return with some 41 and a little bonus. Who knew you get a bonus show on Wednesday with the Showtime podcast and then you get a little bonus chat with some 41 which we'll do right before Nicole gets in here for 40 minutes nonstop. K-Rock. Uh, but first, let's do some takeaways from today's show and get the hell out of here. What do we got? 818 my takeaway is Omar 1, 9-year-old little girl 0. Yeah. Omar's yeah. undefeated when it comes to beating children. <laughs> <laughs> 818, my takeaway is whenever Mother Nature calls, search for the nearest Fish Grill or Barnes & Noble. Fish Grill particularly is what Johnny says. If you got to go number two, Fish Grill is your place. 310, my takeaway is Klein gets serious headphone rage. Mm, it's the... Okay, I don't want to get started on that. <laughs> 626, my takeaway is coffee made in Ireland is what makes coffee Irish. Yeah, or the coffee maker was from Ireland. Or the barista was Irish. Yeah, There's or a lot the of coffee is made in Irish, which he said also. Yeah. Um, and then finally, 909, my takeaway is Paige sounds amazing. Yeah, you got to meet this Paige. Let me tell you, you will not be disappointed. Also, 213, this is Paige. There's no chance in hell. Okay, well, it's possible. She does listen. Thank you. Thanks for texting. I was Does well she know we're talking about it? Probably not. Now she will. Thanks a lot. Uh, your takeaway from today's show, Jake the Nerd, who we found out is officially a hoarder on the, on the program. Yeah, congrats, man. Not a hoarder. What's your That's takeaway? That's your takeaway? I can't hear you over the coffee maker. You can't take anything away because you'll cry? Uh, he can't hear you uh, me over the coffee maker. He's making a joke. You know, it's funny. Someone, Allie, play this thing. Allie was all excited. Everyone's making fun of my loud coffee maker I brought in. Listen to this yeah, now. Yeah, this is going to be my takeaway. The best part of waking up. 
are great. <laughs> okay, great. Thank you. It's a blow. You guys are very funny. Oh, everyone's so funny around here. Huh? Thank you. Uh, Omar, you got a takeaway? Uh, my takeaway is that Johnny's our forky. Yeah, Johnny oh, yeah. is our forky. All right, have a great... I love you, forky. Uh, Russia, we'll be right back. Quick break. Back in a moment. Uh, we'll be joined by some 41 after uh, this on K-Rock. Hell yeah. K-R-O-Q, some 41. I got, like, strangely emotional uh, listening to that just now because uh, Derek is on our phone right now, and tickets are going <laughs> to go on sale in about 12 minutes for potentially your last chance to see this band live in Southern California coming up October 3rd at YouTube Theater. And Derek... Uh, are you getting weirdly emotional? Are you like a kind of sentimental guy, or are you just enjoying this ride? Uh, I'm enjoying it, but it was kind of sentimental hearing the song there because I don't think I've sat through all three and a half minutes of listening to the album track in like 15 years. Mm. <laughs> it was interesting to hear it. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's exciting, and it's, um, I, you know, you kind of forget that it's coming to an end because there's so much still, like there's a whole year, there's so much planning, and there's so much work going into this tour, and we're actually really excited about the tour, so there's a lot of focus and a lot of energy and we're excited. And then it's like, oh yeah, then it's going to end one day. I think that's what it's going to be emotional. It's all of a sudden going to be over. Well, and you've got a new album. In addition to the tour, you have a new album coming out, I believe in March. So double. It's if, a double album. Yeah, yeah so, it's a, so yeah. you've got that and the tour and say a year from now, all of that just feels so good. The new album is getting such a great reception. Is there any grain in your mind that's like, hey, you know what? Maybe we continue this and maybe don't break up after all. I mean, it definitely makes it tough. You know, like um, when stuff like shows are selling out, like our Toronto, sold, show, Toronto show sold out instantly. We added it a second date at the arena in Toronto. And there's other dates that are selling out around the U.S. And or we're playing a stadium in Paris and that sold out a year in advance. So like these things are like, huh. Right. Yeah, well, 35,000 uh, tickets at Europe's largest indoor venue, the Paris Show, which we're sending a listener to. They'll have chances to qualify every hour. So there'll be exactly. at least one LA K Rock fan there in that crowd of 35,000. But that thing sold out like that a year in advance. And now, and I'm sure the merch is doing bananas and gangbusters, and everyone's all like, Ali's right. Could you put a percentage on the idea that after this year, you go, hold on. I, maybe I don't want to do anything else. And I've heard you talk, and you've been very candid about it, that your whole life, you don't remember any life uh -huh. that was not this band, and you spend time on it yeah. every day. And I get all yep. that, wanting to do something different. If I had any other skill or talent in the world, I wouldn't be here, trust me. But he me. has none. He has I no got choice. Nothing. I've looked. You are a talented man. I may man. not have anything either. Yeah, I may I not have it. anything either, but I'll never know, you know, unless I try. Well, what, so have, that's sort of where I'm at. Have you, you know? thought about... You know, uh, maybe a side hustle, maybe joining OnlyFans. Have you and the guys maybe discussed what the plan B is? Like, what have you always wanted to do that you're going to take time to do? No. In all serious, <laughs> no. Like, um, I, for me personally, I need to just kind of get rid of everything. I need to start from scratch, and I need to feel that fear or that, that fire or that, like, urgency of, like, holy, okay, now I have to do something. You know, yeah. like, I I need to have that fire behind me to to have to prove myself, you know, and I have to get rid of everything before I can start to dive into that. Well, like Seth Rogen, he was like, all I do is make movies, so he decided to start doing pottery, and now the guy's, like, pretty good at making ceramics, and he's he making, is? like, yeah, he's doing, like, bongs and stuff like that. Oh, uh, why don't you make bongs, Derek? Yeah, no, I mean, there's, a mil there's a million things you could look into doing that would be, but you don't know what it'll be, and that's the part that's kind of interesting, I and I guess that's the part that's exhilarating for you, right? It is. Yeah, yeah, remove the safety net. You know, everything, it, it, it gets weird when things start to feel too easy. You know, it's not that it's like everything's just so easy all the time, but it's just like, it's a little bit like, 
you kind of know it's a little bit more predictable, right? You're just like album tour, album tour, album tour. And although the work is difficult and it's fun and recreating is difficult and fun, it's still just kind of the same thing over and over again, working towards the same goal all the time. So I just feel like, I don't know, is there anything else that I have to offer? I don't know, maybe not, but I I, I need to try to explore that. Imagine some guy calls to get like his deck resurfaced in a year and Derek shows up and he's like, hey, I'm yeah. Derek, I'll be doing your drywall. <laughs> I love it. He's like, I just want to live. Yeah. yeah, you never know. Well, is there anything that the band, because I think about 96 when kind of Sum 41 started, you never know when you're a new band. It's just yeah. like lightning in a bottle. Are we going to be around for five years? Are people going to not care about us anymore? And here we are now, like 20 years after the fact, whatever, however long it's been. I can't even keep track. And you're still doing great and selling tickets and people still get excited about the shows. But is there anything you, you feel like the band is not yet accomplished like do you think like oh we never did halftime of the super bowl or is there anything you didn't do um i mean there's things we we haven't done i don't know if it's anything that we're you know so upset by uh, yes yeah, we've never been at that the halftime super bowl but i mean i, I don't really know anything about football so uh-huh. um you know I, would i love to do it sure but it's not wasn't really on our list uh there's lots of things, I'm sure. Like, we've never won a Grammy. I mean, we've been nominated, but we've never won. Um, that would be pretty cool. But, you know, you never know. Double album. That's going to be the one. Get yeah, your I know. speech ready. Double your chances. I have a feeling. Yeah. Now, yeah. for these last shows, any desire, because I was kind of going down a rabbit hole of some of your guys' older music videos, any desire to bring back maybe the old Frosted Tips look, maybe some of the looks <laughs> that you've had in the past up on stage for I've these last never shows? Had Frosted Tips. Well, that would I mean, be Dave yeah. Brown sound, but um, <laughs> we've joked that he's talked about it as a oh, joke. Really? Oh, really? <laughs> oh man, you bring Dude, back all the best. And hits. you spike and gel your hair, like do it, do it up. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know if my hair is much different these days, and uh, I don't know if it really takes too different of shape. But sure, I mean, it's just kind of messy. These tickets go on sale for the final L.A. show, which will be October 3rd, YouTube Theater. They go on sale in about five minutes, so get them before they're gone. They will be gone. And, of course, you keep listening to K-Rock, you can win some, and uh, you get to go hopefully see them in Paris, France at a show that has been very sold out for a very long time. We're about to play Landmines, which is one of the new singles off the new album, which drops March uh, 29th, and it's a double album. you got Heaven, you got Hell. So much stuff on an album, a double album, to figure out what you're... I mean, I'm sure you whittled these, even these down, got whittled down from many other songs as well. But then you still said, we got so much good stuff here for two. Uh, Landmines, is this your favorite song? Is this the one that you, the band voted on and said, this is going to be kind of our lead single? It was the first, one of the first songs that I wrote for this album, which I didn't know I was writing an album when I wrote the song. It was just a song that I thought was kind of cool. Uh... And I mean, the double album is not just necessarily like 20 songs that we just think are so good that we had to put so many on. It's like they're really, it's 10 songs aside and they're two different sounding records. The the heaven side is like old school pop punk, kind of like landmines. And then on the hell side is like our heavier, sort of more some Talica side <laughs> of us. So cool. Yeah. I can't wait. I'm excited. Uh, let's uh, let you intro Landmines on K-Rock because uh, we played uh, Sum 41 on K-Rock for the first time in 1996. It may, yeah, I mean, it's been a long relationship now, so uh, we'll give for you sure. the honors, Derek, and congratulations on this farewell tour. I look forward to seeing you at least one more time live if I can't sneak into one of the international shows as well. But please, whatever you'd like to say before we play Landmines. I just thank you for all the years and years of support. Here's your Landmines, Sum 41. The great Derek Wibley on KROQ.
Uh, they say time flies when you're having fun, so clearly that last podcast episode felt like it took an eternity. Congratulations. Here's your prize. It's more of us. We're just here to say thanks for spending some time listening to the show. Downloading means a lot to us. Obviously, hopefully you subscribed at this point. And spoiler alert, we're live on the radio. That's right. It's like what podcast did before there was podcast. Yeah, and if you haven't already, subscribe and leave a review because it really helps us out. And now, probably a commercial. No, it's a... Oh, you're right. It's a commercial. Damn you, Madison Avenue. Damn you, delicious products that we'll probably purchase. She's a bitch. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.